Hello and welcome to Tubin Radio. Is that going to be the end? <laughs> no. Is that going to okay, be it? Okay, well, maybe. Depends on if you keep it in or not. Uh, we'll see. Hello and welcome to Tubin Radio, episode 11. I'm your host, Arvid, from Baitna707. I'm here with Skull from Skull Ann. Hi, I'm Skull. Hello. <laughs> ah. Yeah. How, how, how you doing? How, how you doing? I'm doing right. I slept well and then slept like shit, and now I'm here and I'm very tired. And I nice. played a lot of Excellent. bad games. And some good That's ones. That's what we like. How about you? That's what we like. Uh, I'm alright. I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm just, you know, just vibing. What what have you what have you played Excuse this week? Me. Oh my god. Um, well, we'll just get into. I'll just I'll I'll just talk about my week. Um, I haven't done much. I've been I've been kind of in a weird streaming place where I haven't really streamed anything because I've been so anxious about my PC arriving that I haven't been able to get my shit together. But I've been playing some games uh, off stream. I've been recording a little bit of stuff. Um, uh, I still haven't picked back up Ace, uh, but I have been playing on my Vita. I played the very the start of uh, Trails in the Sky, first chapter. Um, that's very fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm like what two hours in, so I have nothing to say yet. But it's pretty cool. It's fun. Uh, the Vita port's real good. Uh, it's got a few features that are worse than the PC port, but a lot that are better. Mm. And also I can play it in my bed. So I'm, I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah, it's got different uh, like portraits uh, for the characters. It's got voice acting and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I got back into... Uh, Final Fantasy 14. I've been back into the into the into that that hole. Uh, I'm I'm on I'm on lethal amounts of cocaine, so I I'm getting back to healing on a controller. Uh, yeah, it's going well. I did the 5.5 um, 5.5 part one, I guess, because they're splitting the patch into two. The next one's arriving like in the end of May. Uh, I play. I played the story quest. I haven't done the near raid yet. I'm gonna do that. Uh, maybe tonight. Maybe some other day. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's fun. Uh, I'm gonna aim at gearing up my white mage a bit more so I can get it, um, you know, ready for upcoming content. But now that new content's out, uh, I can probably grind. I can do the new dungeon and get gear from that. Um, possibly the near near raid. There's a lot of new, really good gear from the near raid. I was looking at uh, Eorzea collection and people are already posting their cool glamours with the new gear pieces, and they look really cool. They look really neat. I'm excited to get my a hold of them. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I, w- I want to level my. Um, Gunbreaker, I'm going to get that to 70, then I'm probably going to start doing Boja. The Boja in the Southern Front. Because uh, I want to get back into that now that it's gotten some changes and stuff. I got a little bit into it before, but 
you know, I want to keep going, and uh, I need to be 70 to do that, so I'll just whack with the gunbreaker up to 70, then, yeah, get that, get that going. Get the so bread. I can, I, I, I can uh, progress through that and level at the same time, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Next on the chopping block is prob possibly Red Mage, possibly Machinist. Red Mage is, Don't know. Red Mage is super cool, and so is Machinist. Yeah. I had forgotten how, like, simple everyone is to play in that. Like, no one has that many buttons, so it's pretty comfy to just play. I remember. That's, that's the thing I... I think that's a th that's a thing I quite like. Like, n like I've, I was playing a little bit of Dancer to grind a piece of gear for for machinist because they share gear so i could i could need it in the dungeon um because i so now i have my level 80 glamour for machinist See. my machinist is currently a level 30 but um <laughs> um, um my only experience with levels is fucking world of warcraft maple story and like a few a few other small ones so i'm used to from World of Warcraft, I'm used to having to make, like, a macro to make my fucking rotation work. Mm. Cause, so yeah. you can't do that in this, because then your rotation's gonna suck ass. Oh. Because of the way the buffering works. Uh, like, if, if, like, you could theoretically make a macro for just, like, your, your rotation... But everything's gonna come out slower than it would. See, because the problem that I had was like you're not gonna get the hundred percent uptime. Well, the problem if you macro it. The problem with World of Warcraft was you needed to have a rotation of macros really to be useful when I played. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking terrible. Yeah, wow, wow is having to code Lua. Not, not great. I, I. I I I played WoW back in the day. I never enjoyed it much. Uh, other MMOs. I think I played like I played a fuck ton of RuneScape when I was young. Uh, other than that, I've I've like dabbled in a million different MMOs, but mm. none of them have been nearly as good as fourteen. So I mean, that's fair. I'm 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 just gonna play fourteen. To be fair, World of Warcraft has been bad for way longer than it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I think last I played was like back in um, Mists of Pandaria. I think. Oh, that's possibly the one right after that. That's like years into the bad. World of Warcraft has been like on a downslope ever since Cataclysm. Oof. Fucking rip. That that's that's not good. Yeah. It's been that's, like I said. That's not good. It's been bad for longer than it's been good. Yeah, I, I guess. Like I'm one of the people that actually kind of enjoyed Cataclysm because I like Death Knights. No, Death Knights was Wrath of the Lich King, which is when I started. Um, Cataclysm was I liked the Worgen. They were cool, but the rest of it was kind of bad. They also, for the longest time, didn't update all of the stuff. Was a new map which broke many quests. Oh no, that's not good. Because the map changed. That's that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Oh, yeah, I I 
No, sorry, you finish. No, the World of World of Warcraft is just kind of bad. Yeah, I I like I don't want to say that fourteen is the only good MMO, but it kind of is. Like it's the best one by such a long way. The best like that, fantasy MMO maybe. Know, I I think it's just the best MMO. I can't think of one that's actually better. Oh, yeah. Unless it's some like weird thing that's in like such a different like style of genre I don't, that I don't like Elite Dangerous and um what's the other space one? Eve? Yeah, and Eve are they like MMOs? I know I know I I don't know the first thing about Eve, so I can't talk on that. I played uh Elite a uh, long time ago, but uh, it was online. I don't remember if it was MMO. I I think it might be. It might be. I I I I mostly played it with like um um mm mm. I played in, in like small groups with friends, and I guess there were other players, but I really don't remember if I if I'm if I'm totally honest. Is that game good? It's really, it's really good. I remember really enjoying it when I played it. Um, it was a good, good space trucking. You got to fly around. I, uh, I had, I bought a like an actual flight stick, so I being able to control my ship with that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, I might dig that back up and give it another go because I do still own it. I don't remember where is it on. Is, is that shit on Steam? Yeah. Really. Is it on Steam? Do I own it on Steam? Is the question. Oh, can I can I look at my library through the the Steam? Yeah, um, you web. You don't site. own it on Steam. I think I own it fr from them in that case. If that if that ever check. goes on sale, I might pick it up because it's. I do like space trucking. This. Yeah. And I think there's like a, there's like a, an expansion coming out, Elite Dangerous Odyssey, oh, yeah, something I've, I've heard I've heard talk about. Looks than the base uh, I, game. I, I, I don't know what it what it is, uh, but I I also I haven't played in such a long time. Well, I'm gonna check if I can log in. This was probably way before I started using. This like an old password that I don't remember. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check. Email address. Is this email? Ow, fucking the ow, the ad. Oh, that's my ears. Uh, ow, the ad. Ow, oof. Oh, the, apparently the expansion ads touching down on planets and like walking around in them, meaning that this, oh, yeah. this game now has oh, yeah, I... the features of Star Citizen without being a scam. I. <sighs> Um, I just searched Elite Dangerous in all my emails and nothing's coming up, so I really don't know if I own this. I mean, I played it. Was it maybe on console? What? Was it maybe on console that you played it? No, 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 no. Huh. It, it was 100% on PC. The case of a mystery video game. Oh, let me, let me see. 
refresh email. No, I, I really, I really don't know. Do you maybe borrow it from someone? No, I owned it. I hmm. just don't know where. That's slightly annoying. Oh, how is this? Really? Current best is twenty. It's not. It's not that expensive, so it's it's all good. I'll. I might rebuy it if I feel like doing some space. It's no more. But yeah, I I, I Google, There's like a Reddit thread of people going like, "Where? What the fuck? Where is like? Is this an MMO?" And people are like, "Eh, kind of, but maybe it depends how you define MMO." It's not an MMO at all in the way that most MMOs are, but it could technically be one depending on how you look at it. Well, how do so, you? I don't. I don't know. How do you define an MMO? That's a good question. Uh, a large world with lots of players at the same time in it. Then um, that makes it really dangerous an MMO. With raids and like i i see i don't i don't actually know because if we're going by the name mmo massively see, the, 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 the thing is like um game game genres in general are really weird and if you take any genre very literally many things will fit into it that you wouldn't consider as part of it um, and having flashback to the time one of my friends tried to convince me that Dark Souls was a fighting game because he looked at the like dictionary definition of a fighting game and was like there are arenas and fighting and you fight things in arenas with health bars and I'm like eh, eh. Ah, yes, my no. favorite fighting game Mega Man yeah I I, re I really don't know <laughs> Um, but... I'm slightly annoyed. I, I really want to know where the fuck I have. I, wanna, I really want... Do I have a CD? Did I buy this shit, like, physically, somehow? You might have. I have no idea. I have no idea. It was... Five plus years ago, so... I really don't know, but... It's whatever. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's an MMO. Hold on, what? what? Elite Dangerous MMO. I'm, I'm going to look at this this thing I wrote. Um, oh, the thing that someone wrote. It is not, but fans often argue it is for two reasons. First, most people don't know what constitutes an MMO. Not surprising, it's as simple as the term multiplayer. It's a peer-to-peer -peer instanced game. There are no hard limits, but the system defaults to 32 players. Some have managed 50 to 100 plus. You can switch between online solo, private party, and public. Yeah, I think the thing that makes an MM... The fact that you can make, like, private servers and parties and, like, go public and stuff, that kind of stuff is, like makes it not like a hard MMO. It's a soft MMO. Yeah, kind of. It's got no, like it's an MMO... It's got like an MMO-esque mode. So it's like 76 in that regard. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. 
I think I think so. Although, um, like, I feel like it's a bit like it's weird because something you know I'll talk about it later when we get to my week, and I'll yeah. rant about seventy six for an hour. But, I'm, I'm um, almost, but yeah, they sure are a weird genre because it's both easy and difficult to define what they are. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of like like as I say, like old genres are kind of bullshit. Um, like most genres are really poor, poorly defined, and like the the specific like if you look up the definition, it is super vague and would include a lot of shit that isn't in it. It's because um, um video game genres but, try to be movie genres without understanding. Yeah, what it's the kind. It's it's like. It's like the term Metroidvania. See, Metroid... that it, it's super like weird and vague. I wasn't it like the, like I think the Japanese term for Metroidvania was like an. I don't remember what it is like explorer, player. See, I think oh. the only two good genre names are, uh, um, Doom clones and uh, optimization games. Oh, it's it's called search action. Hmm. Tons of action. How do you feel about the optimization genre as like a type of genre? Uh I don't. I I think it. I think it's pretty good. I think it's clear enough. Because it is basically that. Like, if 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 you know what it is, it's it's identifiable. Yeah, because that's what you do in those games. You optimize. You you optimize the yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what kind of things would 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 actually like fit into the optimization. I'm very it's like stuff to... like satisfactory, like Factorio. I'm really excited to see you play uh, Has Big Ship Breakers because that's another optimization yeah, that's, game. That, that's gonna be fun. It's a very um, it's a very different up type of optimization because you're not optimizing a factory; you're optimizing your salvaging. Yeah, like a process of, like a a. A cycle. Yeah, you're, you're you're optimizing like a like a. You are the factory. Gameplay cycle. Yeah, kind of. It's like optimizing a rotation for an MMO, except you're optimizing yeah. uh, salvaging a, a spaceship. I almost said ship space. A ship space. <laughs> a ship space. Also, God, I'm I'm looking forward to doing the satisfactory thing because holy shit, holy shit. Oh yeah. That's gonna be cool. We're gonna have to figure out how nuclear power plants work. I'm scared. I did discover that there is a way to get rid of nuclear waste, but not plutonium waste. Oh, there's fucking plutonium waste. So the, what what Bruh. they added was you can recycle nu nuclear waste into plutonium waste, or you can no, you can recycle it into plutonium, which you can then um put into the sink or use for energy. Which creates plutonium waste, which cannot be destroyed in any way. Mm. Oh, the the update's out now. Yeah. Since two days ago, it's out on proper. Exactly. Not just experimental. Nice. What, was there a progression reset? Nope. Or the the okay. So far, satisfactory updates. All updates are compatible with your saves. Um, nice. they just like okay. oh, add God, the new these, stuff to your map. Look at map. these fucking drones. Yeah, they fucking put in drones. I, I was look, I'm just looking at a picture. Look at these fucking drones. 
hover pack and zip lines. Very cool. Oh, the zip lines are fucking awesome because the the momentum based. You you played more? Have you played more of it? Um, no, but I checked the the update notes, and originally they weren't momentum based, and then people were like, "Hey, can you make them that way?" And they did. Mm. So now they carry both the momentum you go into them with, and when you stop ziplining, you are launched with the momentum that you had on the zipline. Oh my goodness! So it's nice, incredible. I haven't touched it because I wanna I wanna stay clean until we do the multiplayer thing. Yeah. Um, and also, but yeah, uh, other, other things I played, I play a lot of fourteen. I did, I did the five point five part one story. I did the Easter event that just just launched like yesterday. Mm. Uh, that that was fun. I got a chicken costume. Chicken. Uh, I've been getting into playing bass. I've been playing a chunk of Rocksmith. Oh. Uh, that's very fun. That's very fun. Um, it's like actually a really good like learning tool. Mm. Like it's um, like it's still like I've, I've been mostly jumping between a bunch of like different songs and a lot of just testing out the charts I've downloaded because mm. I've done a lot of bunch of custom songs because m- most th- there's some good stuff in there by default. A lot of good songs are DLC. Um, but they they have custom chart support, so I can get a bunch of shit in there. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's very fun. Um, I've been plonking away, but doing a little bit, little little bit daily at least. Um, and yeah, I've I've been learning some songs. A lot of lot of anime openings. A lot of like weird little stuff. That It's it's the weird dilemma of like most of the music I like isn't the sort of music that would get put onto Rocksmith. Like, if you look up, like, most, like, classic, like, rock or metal bands, they have a lot of songs, but they're not really bands I listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get, like, a few of the mo- more popular ones that are songs that I know and enjoy, but they're not really bands I, like, actually listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been going through my my Spotify playlist and just, like, Check like oh does this artist have any stuff? Does the artist have so, yeah? Um, but yeah, that's fun. I don't think I'm gonna stream any of it because I'd get shot in the fucking f- head with a DMCA gun. So yeah, uh, for most of it, I I don't know how these like people st- people stream Rocksmith. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they just have like super specific song lists um, the, that like D- DMCA safe. Could be that or they but, might like, be. And, 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 and I know people. I know people who play like Guitar Hero and stuff on stream. I'm like, I don't know how. It it might be either specific they... like song lists or they just have the entire game audio on the non VOD track. I I really don't know because the VOD track doesn't even like help them. Like you can still get like DMCA struck live. Oh fuck! So it's it's not all just like it's not like just view view the mods. View the mods. It's not just. Uh, it's not just mute the vods and you're safe. Like playing DMCA music live is still still dodgy. Mm. So I I really don't know, but that's whatever. I that's not a game like I need to stream. I might make some like videos on it maybe. Um, but eh. Eh. Mm. um, I think that's all I played. I caught up. I believe I caught up. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check real real super quick if there's a new one. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there a new episode? I think I've seen that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm caught up on Grey's Anatomy. Um, I'm caught up on season 17. It's it's pretty stressful. There's some shit going down. I'm not gonna like spoil it, but go watch it. It's it's good. If you're a fan, it's the COVID arc. Oh, yeah. Season because uh, season sixteen was cut super short because of COVID. Mm. Like it it ended like I think three or four episodes early, and you could tell, like that shit just kind of ended. Um, and then they brought it back and it was like actually a, a COVID season. And it's like, I've consistently been really impressed with that show with how it deals with a lot of representation and how it discusses a lot of things. Like it has a lot of really good, like treatment of like trans characters. There's a non-binary character. It's like not on the main cat, but there's, I really if you don't that. Yeah, like the there's none on the on the main cast, uh, but there was like a non-binary uh, patient that came in, and they had like a little episode about that, uh, and it was like really good. Like that show since the beginning has been, I believe, like I'm not super caught up, but I've always been impressed with like how, because there's like a lot of people of color on the main cast, and all that's actually I dealt with really well. It's not like shittily written. That's good. Like a lot of things would be. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Especially for a show that started in, like, fucking 2005. Yeah, I was gonna like say. It's always, it's always been pr pretty up on, like, current stuff. And, like, there, there's some stuff. Like, I, I rewatched it recently. True. Because uh, it's a good one to just have on the, in the background. Because I, I know it well enough that I don't have to pay super attention. Um, but I can just kind of watch it. And there, there's some stuff where they're, like, they, they'll say something where I'm like, oh, that's not super... Uh, but like that look, and I was like, "Yeah, this was in two thousand seven. That's fair." Um, but I think that they've—it's been really impressive how well done that show is when it comes to like representation and stuff. And I, I believe the showrunner is black. Uh, was it Shonda Rhimes? Yeah. So like, it, it's it's made by uh, a black woman. Um, so it's, it's, as, as far, like, I mean, I'm not an authority, but, like, as far as I can tell, it's always had, like, really good treatment of its, uh, uh, POC characters and stuff. It's, it's good. I, I didn't expect that from, like, a 16-year-old long-running TV yeah, series it's... about the medical drama. Yeah. Um, like... <sighs> Like if like rewatching like stuff like House and um, fucking Scrubs, there's some slightly dodgy stuff when it comes to specifically trans people. Oh yeah. Uh, I I don't think they ever say the the hard T word in in House, but there's some weird like trans arcs, or like not not even arc, but like little little jokes. When there's yeah. like someone who's like, oh, he's dating a woman and she used to be a man. And they yeah. go, what? That's so wacky. See, like, okay, so there's... I'm like, okay, come on now. Have you ever watched but, Always Sunny? Yeah. Uh, I've not. Always I've not, Sunny... It, it's, been, it's been on the list for ages. But, Always Sunny um, is a show about 
bad, terrible people. And there's a trans character in it, there's like a minor character, and she's one of the few mm. normal people in that entire show. Like, mm. it's, it's funny because it's like, everyone there is so fucking terrible except a very few people, and she's like just a normal fucking person caught up in their bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels so bad. Oh, because it's like, oh, you poor, you poor, poor woman. You don't know what you got yourself into. Mm. And like, there's a character there who uh, was like dating her, but he was like being weird about it. And everyone keeps being like, "Stop being weird about it, dude." Well. <laughs> Come on. Stop being fucking weird. Stop Come being on. fucking being weirdo. That show is a fucking existential crisis in TV form. Never binge it. Never binge that show. I've I've heard that show's good. It's been on the list for ages. Uh, I might give it I might give it a whirl. It's it's a show where the the director has once said that he's pretty sure the network forgot they exist and that's why they let them get away with all the shit they do. How how long is this show? Oh, it's, it's fourteen seasons. Yeah, it's been good going. fucking it's lord. Been oh, it's it started. It started in the same year as Grace. Yeah. So yeah, premiered in August fourth, two thousand. You get to watch Danny DeVito age live on screen. Hell yeah, that's something I really like. I don't. I don't. Haven't watched that many like super long running shows, and going back to the start because. Um, Grace had a had a long break. Uh, they started season seventeen, uh, and they posted some episodes late twenty twenty, and then they had like a three month break between like November and February, mm. and in that time I rewatched most of the show, and it's really weird going like because you've gotten so used to people being like the current age. Like how how old is um, Meredith right now? I don't remember her real name. What's her face? Ellen Pompeo. Um, she's currently 51. So what? Um, <laughs> wait, hold on. Oh, my brain. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, so she's six, so 51 minus, like, 16. Yeah, so she was, like, 35 in the first season. 35, 36, I think, if my math is correct. Hmm. And everyone looks so fucking baby in season one. Oh, um, yeah, like... This... Like, even, even, like, the old people, like, fucking Richard is, like, so, like, he's so old. Um, but he he was always like the one of the older characters. He's like the he was he was the chief of surgery, I think. Um, but even like when when he was meant to be like the old, the old one, he looks so young compared to now because it was fucking sixteen years ago. So it's and see, seeing the the age transition between seasons is really interesting. It's it's the same with Always Sunny, except Always Sunny never went on a on a big hiatus. So you literally mm. get to see them age on a per year basis. Yeah, 
Like Danny DeVito. Oh yeah, the, was... yeah. Like the, this show has been like yearly. Like there's been like little breaks, but it's been a very consistent aging. It's it's really like, exciting. Like these days, DeVito has white hair. When the show started, he still had like like brown hair. So mm. you get to watch someone gray out over time. Let's see. How how old is uh, Richard James Pickens Jr.? He's sixty six now. He's a lot younger than I thought. But hold on, let, let me let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture. Uh, just 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 for fun. Like seeing him in season one. Hold on. May offer you an egg in this trying time. Uh, but, 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 but. Actually, here's, here's a comparison because I can't find a good picture of him. Well, look at look at look at the fucking age. Oh wow! Such a baby, such a baby originally. From baby to adult man. It's fucked up. It's so wild. Incredible. But yeah, it's really that show's really good. Uh, you should watch it if you like if you like medical dramas. And mm. and I do. I I love a medical drama. Uh, other than that, I watched up to episode sixteen of Neon Genesis Evangelion. That show's very good. Oh. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Huh. I underst I understand a lot of where Astral Chain gets all of its stuff. Yeah. Um. Like. Yep, yeah, I I see it now. Because I, I hadn't I hadn't watched the show when I originally played that game. I can't believe the Bible like, okay, references Evangelion is, so much. <laughs> that was crazy. That's the plagiarism. It's fucking plagiarism. It's crazy. How do you um, feel about that show's budget? It's it's okay. Like it's there are so far there have been a couple of real no money scenes i haven't i've been told there's a no money episode oh yeah i don't think i've gotten there yet oh it um it, like the, it, it's like an exponential curve heading towards the end of the series where the money yeah. just plummets <laughs> like they the few last episodes were literally made on a shoestring budget damn it's like original Doctor Who kind of money. Oh yeah, like it's it's That's it's funny. the kind of thing where it feels like Arno had to pay from pocket. <laughs> Oof. Uh, but yeah, th there's been a couple of shots where I'm like, this, this is they saved they saved some money here. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it hasn't detracted from the show at all. Oh, like no, really. Some even slightly. Some of those no money scenes um, make moments hit way better. Yeah. Like I, I've been told about like an elevator scene that's just like one frame and silence for a long time, and I'm like, that sounds kind of sick, actually. Like that sounds kind of like, cool. It's like nearly a that full. That pretty dope. It's like nearly a full minute. That's really funny. <laughs> it's. It's, That's really funny. Oh, it, it feels so bad. Oh. Yeah. That, that show's great. Yeah. 
but yeah, that, 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 that's just great. I'm, I'm excited to finish. I've got, what, 10 episodes left? It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, I listened to Your Mori, uh, uh, Calliope's new new EP. It's very good. It's very good. VTubers do be making music. Uh, it's a very it's a very good EP. I think she's really finding her stride in this this step of her music making. It's very raw. Nice. It was it was a good EP. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of it. That's kind of my week. Nice. Um, so I guess I guess I'll talk about my week. Do it. So first of all, I played the Ultra Kill demo. That play the what? I played the Ultra Kill demo. Oh, that game fucks. How is that? That game fucks that? real hard. Ooh. So, you know how people say Doom Eternal is a. Uh, character action game in first person. Yeah. Ultra Kill is a character action game in first person. You have a style meter. You have an actual style meter, and you do combo. You do gun combo. Um, the demo is like the first stage or the first level of the second stage, and like most of the first level. Of the second stage. Um, it shows off uh, like the fourth, the, the three oh, wow. first weapons in the game and two alternate and one alternate mode for each one except the last one. You can punch your shotgun shells to make them go harder. What? If you fire your gun and press punch at the same time, you punch your projectile. Which makes it launch way faster and explode on impact. Oh. For massive style. There's... Massive style? There's a gun, the the pistol, its alternate mode has... Okay, so every gun has a normal fire and an alt fire. And the alternate mode also has okay. an alt fire and a normal fire. The pistol has its second weapon is the alpha is you toss a coin. If you shoot at the coin, the bullet will ricochet into the enemy's weak point. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. You have a... That, that's pretty dope. You have a dash. You have a, a triple dash and a wall jump. And a wall grind. And a slide. It, this game seems cool. It's fucking nuts. Um, if you, if you, you, you can do a ground pound that launches enemies into the air, at which point you can shoot them in the air. Hmm. Because um, it has a bit of hit stun and it launches them, uh, and you can just like shoot them all the, in the air to get even more style. Because, of course, the style meter is affected by what you're doing. So launching enemies has a multiplier. Um, shooting enemies while you're sliding, give like sliding gives you a multiplier to your to your style too, and the style goes up to triple S and then to ultra kill. Oh, it's fucking awesome! The music is amazing, like it is really good. All the sounds are super chunky. The boss fights are incredible. 
so how how long is the the demo? The demo took me to finish um around You said it was what the the first stage and the first bit of the second yeah, stage. Yeah, it took me like an hour and a half something like that the first time. Okay. Uh the, my second I, one. I'm assuming that's also something you could like run through again yeah. and get like so cool. my first run was get your, get your combos and everything. my first run was a normal my second run was on hard and my second run took me half an hour that's faster that's faster because by the time i did my second run i knew how to play the game because the game is really good at teaching you and i just fucking tore through mm. everything except the bosses who on hard are super fucking hard um, they're, they're really good, they're really stylish. There's, okay, one of the weapons is a shotgun that you can cock multiple times to overcharge the shot and make it deal more damage. If you do it to the max, to the maximum, then when you shoot it'll explode, but it'll explode and damage, like, deal a shit ton of damage to both you and enemies. But if you dash to the moment it explodes, you have iframes, so you don't get damaged. Wow. Which means in a lot of boss fights, what I did was I charged at them and did the explosion and dash to dash through them while I explode and fucking take off half the health. It's incredible. That game's that game fucks. Uh, nice. It also has. I may check out that that demo. It it also has like secrets in the level and secret levels that you can find. Like there's a reference to mm. there's a secret level that's a reference to the witness. It's fucking great. The witness. Yeah. Huh. The, it's it's very good. Interesting. It it's also one of those games that is like Christian metal. Where it's like, it's like... Oh, it's like Evangelion. Yeah. The the tagline is... Uh, hold on, let me find the full tagline because it's awesome. The, the fucking... Mankind is dead, blood is fuel, mm. hell is full. Ooh. It's fucking great. That's pretty cool. Um, that That's pretty cool. It's... It's like... It's so it does everything that I wanted Doom Eternal to do. There's, it feels so stylish from moment one because it's a it's, it controls like Quake, in terms of speed okay. and like, the look the look of the game is. There's an optional visual mode that you can turn on that makes the game have PS One visuals. Like, even to the oh. texture warping. Interesting. Which is the way that the devs recommend playing it, because it's a new blood game. They make good games. Mm. They, they do. It's, it's, oh, it's, that, it, it's fucked. Uh, there's, so like, the, the game starts and you have, like, and a pistol, which in most games the pistol is the worst weapon, except yeah. your pistol, the starting pistol, has a charge shot. You can charge it and nice. it insta-gives insta certain enemies. Nice. 
That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Also, you have access to every weapon at all times, including every alternate mode, which you can switch to by pressing E. Nice. So, the more weapons you have, the more moves you have. There's a Makes nail sense. gun that if alternate fire is a magnet, and it makes your shots trail towards the magnet. Ooh, that's funky. Which the magnet after a while explodes, sending the shots everywhere unless you put down a second magnet. What? what? Uh -huh. Because this game fucks. Your, that's pretty cool. Your nail gun is a fucking minigun in how fast it shoots. It's oh, I that's that's pretty. Dope. I can't wait for it to come. This game is also like in a proper early access where they're like making the stages of the game, and they only do the next stage when the current stage you're working on is fully finished. Oh. So it's it's a proper early access. I like a proper early access. That's good. Yeah, it's it's great. New Blood are good devs. They make good good games. So I hear. Also, uh, you can punch back projectiles that enemies shoot too. Which is neat. That's, that's pretty neat. That's cool. Uh, I just want to send you a gif of the shotgun punch. Which you can do at any time. Oh yeah, sure. Is it just like you, you fire and then punch? So you fire and punch and there's like a like a slowdown moment that happens. Ooh. Uh, uh, uh. Actually, there's a gif of it on the Steam page if you just look at that. Okay, I'll look it up. Yeah, straight, it's fucking... So, okay, so I didn't even talk about the mechanics. Um, you have a health bar, and you have uh, three bars that are your like charge bars, and they all recharge, which is good. The They divide to three sections just because every time you dash, it takes a full section of it, but it fully recharges. Hmm. So you don't have to okay. have that panic of, oh god, fucking resource management. Your health does I... not recharge, it only refills if by covering yourself in blood from your enemies. Oh. So you need to explode them to, co to cover yourself in blood to heal yourself. And hmm. how much you heal depends on, I think depends on your style. So the more stylish you are, the more you heal. Interesting. It's, okay. it's fucking cool. That's pretty cool. Hmm? This is a good game. I like it. Play it. Play play Ultra Kill. It's good. Yeah. Wait. Oh. That's just an image. Yeah. It, it's an image of the... Uh, it, it's supposed to be a GIF of the coin gun. Oh, I see. Uh, uh. There it is. Wait. Is it gonna load? Oh my god. Oh, that's cool. Okay. It, that's that's very cool. Like it's, the game moves so fast, it makes it weird to go to other first-person shooters after because it's so <laughs> responsive and fast. 
Great. Love it. Love that game. That's cool. Um, other than that, I played Dawn of War Ultimate Apocalypse. Uh-huh. Alter Park, I play it with friends. It's good, still good. Alter Park is yeah. still getting updates 20 years later. And I'm not kidding, that mod is actually 20 years old. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, that's good. It's got dedicated devs. Yeah. Still getting updates, still having mod, like new units and um, factions added. Nice. Uh, Necrons are still my babies. I love them. They're still just as strong Burners. as ever. Tunnel One is great. It's it's good. A lot. Some models are custom models. Some of them are taken from Dawn of War Two. So it's sometimes very easy to tell which is which. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's inc- Dawn of War was a well made game. You need to. To use Alter Park, you need a mod that lets the game use more than 2 gigabytes of RAM, which I think is adorable. Because the game was not meant... F- like, the game can't see more than 2 gigabytes of RAM normally. Because it's a 20-year-old fucking oh, yeah. game. <laughs> they did not plan for... RAM to get that big. We did not plan for this. Um, other than that, played, replayed a bit of Floating Point because that's always a good toy to touch. Um, and then started the Fallout arc of my two weeks. Hmm. So how did that go? So first I played a bit of Fallout Four again because I. Uh, wants to cause myself pain. Fallout 4 remains mm. barely functional. I spent more time fixing trashes than I did playing. And then um, a good friend Lottie got me 76 and I tried that and... Friend of the friend of the network. Friend, friend of the network. Lots of Lottie. Uh, push.tv slash lots of Lottie. Yeah. Um, and I played some Fallout 76, and I have a lot to say about it. So, it's a weird experience playing a game and being like, this is a really good game. This is better than both Fallout 4 and Fallout 3. Mm. If it wasn't an MMO... If it didn't have online, it would have been the best Fallout game that Bethesda has made. Yeah, so Fallout 76 is a good Fallout game, despite the fact it launched with no NPCs and quests. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, That's which is interesting, but you know. it Visually, it is much better looking than 4, even though I can barely run it. Um, the lighting makes all the fucking difference. Quests so are well done. The the gameplay is fun and engaging. Leveling they changed how leveling up works. They introduced uh 3D in like New Vegas and three and four. The way you did level ups was you leveled up and you picked a perk to either 
upgrade or unlock. In 76, what you do when you level up is you pick one of your stats to level up, and then you pick a perk card to, to use, which have like gameplay effects or unlock certain abilities. Then you can only, each card has like a cost to it that you can only have up to the number you have in your stat. And stats start at 1 and go up to 15. Okay. Um, it's weird. It, dialogue choices, uh, unlike 3 and 4, actually kind of matter, and skill checks are not a roll of the dice. They're actually, if mm. you have enough in that, then you pass the skill check, otherwise it's going to be in red and you can't choose it. NPCs. That's 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 pretty good. Yeah, I like that as a system. NPCs are well written. The world building is cool. Um, quests are actually fun. They are actual Fallout quests and not like a the normal MMO type, except for dailies. I hate dailies. Um, building walks. Love, love, love a good daily. Love a good daily. Building camps works way better. It actually functions now, which is an improvement. Nice. And it has a lot of really good quality of life features that I think I talked about a bit, but it's like, if you're in an area where there's a quest objective, you can see the like thing pointing to it, like all the fault games, but if you put it in your cross, like if you mousey crosshairs over it, then you'll get a small description of what that objective is. So you actually know what you're doing and where you're going. Which is... Very useful. Because RPG, you usually have a shit ton of them, and sometimes they get mixed up. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds pretty good for, like, just playability, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a good quality of life feature that I I really like it. It's, it's I haven't seen it in, in other games, really. Because usually you just have your objective written, like, on the side of the screen. It's a nice way to integrate it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the other stuff is fast traveling. I don't like how I move to fast traveling. Um, you can, you can fast travel to any location in this one, but it costs an amount of caps based on your distance from it. It's usually not a lot, but it's still like weird. I don't know what it is with MMOs not letting you fast travel. Like it's, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. That's like, that's a thing, isn't it? Just like, I I I don't mind it at all. Like, like fourteen has that, but it's super duper cheap, so it's fine. It's it's just like the map is really big, and <laughs> I haven't, despite being level fifty now, I have not reached the point where I'm like destroying normal enemies easily. If I don't pay attention, then I will just get wiped. Like, I will die really fast. Because, fuck. It's difficult. It's a difficult game. Mm. Um, enemies are hard. And so they do enemy scaling in a weird way, where enemies, 
Zones are clearly meant for certain levels, and enemies will have equipment reflecting that, which the, the equipment yeah. does not scale to your level. It will always be the equipment of the level that they're supposed to be, but the enemy's level itself will scale. So they'll have, like, less health or deal less damage, which means going into higher uh, level areas is a high-risk, high-reward kind of thing. Hmm. That's cool. What? So that's the frost for a second. Oh, oh. That's not good. Um. Yeah, it's back. It's okay. The game. It's weird. It like. There's a system called workshops, which are basically like places on the map that you can capture as like a base of sorts where they usually have either a lot of resources or like something that manufactures uh, finished goods. Like I found one that does fusion cores, one that does food, one that does ammunition, and a big ass excavator that mines really a lot of resources really fast. Um, and then you have a really involved quest to get them walking, like fixing the generator or get like fixing taking over the excavator and putting the cores in its parts to make it walk. Then defending them from like you get every once in a while they'll spawn an enemy wave or a really tough boss that you'll need to fight to defend the thing while it does mining or manufacturing. And it's neat, but it has a problem. Which is, if you log out or get disconnected, then it's gone. Then it's no longer yours. What? Like the workshops, no, not your camp, because your, your home, your home base, your camp, that stays. That's like there forever, even if you log out. Um, yeah, that makes sense. If if you log into a server and someone already has its thing there, then it lets you either relocate it for free or just read join to a different server. Mm. But the workshops are only yours as long as you're logged in, as as long as you're logged in. Which means That's very strange. Yeah, um other players can also attack it to capture, it, but that makes sense because it's unlike your house, it's uh, basically a quest zone. So that that's fine. That's a okay. PvP encouragement. Even though I've never had, I've never, I didn't do even a single thing of PvP the entire time, because everyone's really nice and chill. Um, that's cool. like on while I was really low level, people kept like high level people kept coming up to me, dropping a bunch of shit for me to take, or giving me like just power armor and then leaving, which is, is neat. It makes me want to do that too for new players. I just welcome them in. Um, but it's weird, the workshop system is especially weird because this is a game brio engine game, which means it is somewhat unstable, especially on lower end computers, which for this game seems to be anything that. Anything below a 1080. Um, Oosh. 
so it crashes sometimes and sometimes I get disconnected because my internet's weird and then I just log in and it's either gone or like sometimes if you log back into the same server then you'll keep it it'll still be yours if no one else took it but you'll have to do a mission to retake it from like normal AI enemies that are going to be there um but it'll still like, be manufacturing, the stuff you put huh. there will still be there, unlike no, like the normal version of it. Okay. But it's still like kind of frustrating, because you do need to put a lot of resources into them for them to get the shit you want out of them. And there's not an overabundance of resources. Like, most of the time, you will be low on something that you'll need to find more of. And it feels like that would have been solved if this was a single-player game and they were just permanent workshops. Because the way it is right now, unless you're planning on doing a really long session, then it's not really worth it. Except for things that are like, like the giant excavator that is like a 30-minute quest, and when it's done, then you have everything that you can get from it. Um... Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like that would make it weird if you're playing in, like, not huge long bursts. Yeah. Like, if you're just, like, logging on for a little bit, like, you can't really do stuff, because it won't be saved. Like, the, the fusion core thing, it makes one fusion core every three minutes. Okay. So, that's really slow. Yeah. Um, the... You can put your camp next to resource nodes to mine them too. So like I put mine next to a junk deposit because you can get almost every resource from junk. That is a weird deposit, but I kind of dig it. It's, it's neat. There's like junk deposits, there's um, radioactive material, acid, metals, and wood. And you just put a thingy on it, mm. power it up, and it mines automatically and you can collect from it every once in a while. Hmm. Um, it's weird. It feels like this game is really hampered by being always online, but it also feels like the people working on it really, really want to make a good game. Because what is there is good. The quests are fun. I did, I did the um, Wastelanders expansion, the full quest, which is a giant, like, heist thing where you're gathering people and like equipment and then you break into hmm. a, a fucking vault full of gold and fight like a, a bunch of bosses and there's there's a, there's cool stuff there it's it's written very in a very fun way like it's actual hmm. fallout dialogue where it's it's like Hmm. Hates the establishment and capitalism. Like, okay. There's a there's a mission I did where I um I uh, needed to like read fill like a uh, quiz to become a, a like a, a an executive hiring quiz for a pre war company that no longer exists. Then all the questions hmm. were like. There's been a, an accident in one of our mines, and the workers got injured. How do you deal with this situation? And option one is promise the families 
that you'll compensate them. Option two is that you'll um uh you'll like enact new safety measures in the entire corporation. And option three is blame it on local uh blame it on local activists <laughs> and uh, union uh members. Mm. And guess which one is the correct answer? Is it the last one? Yeah. Because mm. the game is like, hey, fucking Coco fucks are awful. Of course. Which is neat, because that's... A lot of Fallout is criticizing fucking capitalism and the United States government for being kind of awful sometimes. Yeah. That makes sense. It's it's very good. It's really good and it's very frustrating. It because I remember when it came out, it was like a thing where every other week there was a new fuck up mentioned with this game. Yeah, something new that was broken or that didn't work or like some weird like, exploit or like yeah, like how um the for the fallout first people you can get a private session for the longest time those were broken and also had a chance of mm. people coming in anyway but like it's perfect the game perfect. feels like someone in Bethesda has been screaming at Todd Howard for like two years now to let them fix this it's the it like it's 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 a direct and massive improvement on Fallout Four and Three, and it borrows the like some good stuff from Fallout New Vegas, like it feels mm. like they brought back every single enemy type that has been in any Fallout game ever. Yeah. Okay. And then added a few new ones, like floaters are back. Which were like floating explosive oh. thingies from Fallout One or Two. Um, the I don't know why this game had to be online. The, the online seems to serve no fucking purpose in it. Like you can do quests together, I guess, and you can do PvP, but no one does. There's a battle royale mode I haven't touched. Hmm. And you can you can like do put a shop in your camp to sell things to other players, but it feels like that's unnecessary and would have like if you could just sell everything to NBCs, you wouldn't need that because hmm. some stuff you can't sell to NBCs. You can't sell ammo, ammo. You can only sell okay. like guns. Um, Healing items, food, and armor. Some miscellaneous items. Mm. And uh, junk. You can sell junk too. But not ammunition, which is weird. I think it's because... Um, ammunition is both difficult and easy to come by, where certain types of ammunition are really rare, where and others are really common. Which makes sense. Yeah. It is the puzzle. Can, okay, can I just acknowledge the fact that it's only been twenty five years since the great since the the world ended? It's uh, the game has a tone of like 
you know, um, like apocalypse movies where things haven't fully fallen apart yet, but they're on the way out. Yeah, that's the feeling this game has. I see. Because a lot of missions are like, oh, we we can we can rebuild, or we need to recreate like the, si- the systems of government, and the the U.S. Army still exists. The the CIA and FBI still exist. They're just straggling out there trying to make, trying to reform the government. <laughs> There's a part where you can make a joke that a character is like, "Oh, we can use the gold to create a gold-backed economy again," and your character can respond with, "This just sounds like you're trying to create some gold-based empire." It's like. Like, and, like, characters talk about their lives before the war. Like, what they did before everything happened. And because, like, the only people that were born after the war at this point, like, all under 25, most of them are, like, children or teenagers. So it's it's weird to see a fall game where people, like, have a characters have a different perspective from the usual ones because most of them take like a really like at least a generation or two after the war. So those characters are like, oh yeah, this guy used to be an executive and now he's a raider. Oh, it's, it's weird and interesting. You see, there's a mission and an ally mission because you can have like allies in your camp. That is an astronaut that flew that like the mission started before the war and then they crash landed after the war without knowing what happened. Oh yeah, I think uh yeah 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 I think you told me about and that. That sounds really they cool. like have a fucking breakdown when you tell them that the what happened and they don't believe you at the start. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that's that's pretty funny. There's a lot of really good writing in it. Um, it's hmm. it's like I'd recommend it over Fallout Four if you can get it for cheaper. <laughs> but also keep in mind that it's an online, always online game, and that it does have a premium currency, which you can actually earn really fast. Like in three days, I got in four days, I got around two thousand. And mm. while it's probably going to get a bit harder over time, because a lot of it comes from, um, like, the challenges you can do in the game, there are, like, dailies yeah. and weeklies that you can do to get more of it, and there's, like, a free battle pass type thing that gives you stuff when you level up in it. Um, mm. it, it, it has a really weird curve, because at the start you need 750 to get to the next level, and I'm now at, like, 25, and it, I need 1,500. So, it, like, took 20-something levels for it to double. Um, hmm. Interesting. It's... Current currency stuff's pretty cheap. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's, a, it's really weird. It's really weird. It's this weird, like amalgamation game where I'm like a lot of this is really good but this these little things like I had to change stuff in the in the INI file so that the game would stop crashing and would run 
well because my laptop is not that strong. Um, okay. Lottie apparently never had had these problems, but when I first played the game, I had it on too high, like the settings were too high, and I didn't have that INI change, and it crashed three mm. times in character creation. Oof. And then I turned down the... <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently that's just because my I was running it on, like, the settings were set too high and my laptop couldn't run it. Um, mm. so, like, fair enough. But, yeah, it's... If it was a single-player game with optional co-op, it would have been a glowing recommendation. But it's not. Oh, that's frustrating. That's 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 a shame. And it's also a game that is on its second roadmap now, because which I told you about. Um, yeah, a lot of games, online games these days, have like a roadmap that they say they say they'll they'll follow, and then the game dies, like with Anthem. This game already finished a, a roadmap. It's now on its second one. Which makes Mm. me a lot more likely to feel okay supporting it because I know that they'll actually there's actually a good chance they'll follow through with it. Mm. And there's multiple full like hours long quest lines that you can do that are available as part of the base game. I'm not gonna say for free because the game isn't free, it's a it's a almost full price game. Um, it's like 40 bucks isn't yeah, it? yeah it's around 40 bucks um, mm. which, fair enough uh, it's 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 yeah I don't I like I'm I've played so much of it and I'm like I am I am enjoying this but I feel weird recommending it because of what it took for it to get to where it is mm. and the fact that where it is is still not perfect, but it's very good. It's weird. Hmm. It's it's a weird entry to a franchise that has had a lot of weird entries. Because the Fallout series has had some bad games and has had some weird games. And this one feels the weirdest, despite being closer to a normal Fallout game than the two other games this company made. The lack of an ability to save or a pause button makes it weird, like faster in real time now. That's... So many weird small things. Like, I know I'm being rambly, but it's, it's just, it's this game is it confounds me <laughs> I don't know what to think of it so very good game not recommend it, it is I if you have it or can get it for cheap give it a shot it, you'll probably enjoy it more than three and four don't be intimidated by other players they're mostly chill they're pretty cool they'll probably just give you some stuff and leave 
um, there's no text chat, so you're not going to get slow that. So that's also with... Oh yeah, there's only like emotes, right? There's only emotes and a voice chat, which I've only uh -huh. seen one person use. It's interesting. Nice. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool game that I expected to hate and didn't. It feels weird and gross to nod. Feels very strange. Like, I came into this game expecting it to be a shit show. I expected to be, like, miserable playing it. And there's only been one thing that annoyed me, and it was the dailies. Because I don't like rep grinding. This game does have rep grinding, and it's really slow. Oh, you got... Do you find, like, a weird glitch for that? Yeah, um... There's a, there's a glitch you can do for one faction and not the other. Um, because this is a... After all, this is a Bethesda game. Glitches are to be expected. Mm. Uh, there's... The way it works is basically... In one of the factions, you can get a quest to deal with uh, people that are, like a trailer or something and when you come back to finish the quest if you choose the middle option and then immediately back out of the conversation you will get the rep reward but the mission won't mark itself as completed and you can do it again and again like repeat the reporting in and then tapping like backing out of the conversation to just get infinite rep until you get to the max level. But even doing that still took me like multiple hours. Because you get around 225 for it and getting maximum rep is, you need around 12 fucking thousand. So it's really slow. That's a lot. Yeah, like I've I have how how long were that time doing it normally? I measured it uh between eleven and sixty nine days. Uh sorry, between uh between thirty and sixty nine days would take you to go from zero to max. It's a lot to ask for like it's the it's the kind of thing where everyone I've seen talk about it has com has complained that whoever made this should be forced to to do this too. Because it's you use your bad mechanics. Fuck you. Because it's 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 red grinding that is so frustrating that like there have been times where I was doing the thing and. The bar progressed so slowly that I thought it didn't move. Because I feel like it's doing the fucking Guilty Gear life bar thing where the closer it gets to the end, the longer it becomes. Is that Guilty Gear? There's some fighting game that does that. Where the, the, the bar is like 
every part of the bar is a different percentage of your health. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's most fighting games, I think. So, like, the closer you get towards the end, the slower it's progressing. Yeah. Like, I swear there was, like, a good 20 minutes of me doing that glitch where the bar was, like, completely full. Mm. And it still didn't fucking do anything. It, like, it still didn't finish. Nice. Perfect. It's, okay, I will say the game is also kind of glitchy, but that might just be because my laptop is not very strong. Sometimes enemies, like, just T-pose float. Like, when they're far away. It's all for the immersion. Then my... It's weird and post-apocalypse things. And the, NPC... the, the post-apocalypse depots. The NPCs in my settlement, in my camp, keep falling through the floor. Um, but that might just be because I'm running it on, like, a, not, a really, not a very strong computer. It's... It's a really demanding game in terms of um, system requirements. Because I can run 4 on max settings at 60 FPS. It took me a lot of messing with things to get this game to run at 60 FPS on the lowest settings. It also does a weird thing where I think every single action you're doing is pinging the server. Okay. Because... Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, sh I need to go to the bathroom, but you talk about that for a minute. So, I've noticed while playing that, like, sometimes you'll be picking an item up and there'll be a weird delay to it for it to happen. Or when you kill an enemy, sometimes the inventory takes a bit to load. And, like, when my internet is fucking up, then doing menu things gets slower. And I think every single action you do makes the game ping the server including like moving things around and leveling up and like getting items in and out of your inventory it's really weird to do that because I know that I think 14 used to do that and that almost killed the servers so they stopped oh no maybe it was uh, Warframe one of the two but it's it's a weird way to do it, because it feels like the game, like everything in the game, is running on your computer. Like all all the calculations and everything is done on your computer, and that's why it has the system requirements. But then it just pings the server to check that you're not cheating or something. I don't know. Weird. Weird, weird game. It's, it's, yeah. Um. I don't know, I don't know. It's, I don't know how it's, how that works. I, I think the way I've been, I think I've been told that the game, the way it does its service is, it's peer-to-peer -peer with a super node that is like the central, um, big node that it's paying for server stuff. But at that point, why not just make it a normal peer-to-peer -peer thing? I, I don't know. 
weird, weird game. It's a weird thing that like makes certain things feel slower. And it's, yeah. oh, I feel about it. I yeah. another. It's another thing that is like the game would feel better if it were online. Hmm. <laughs> Because, like, and it, it's better now that I've done the INI changes, but mm. it's still, like, weird when I kill an enemy and I have to, like, wait for its inventory to load so I can loot it. Because I get, like, a, mm. sometimes my internet slows down and then there's, like, um a reef, like, a refresh thing while it's waiting for the server to tell it what the inventory has. Or, like, picking up an item takes, like, has a weird delay to it sometimes because it pings the server for that too. It's odd. And, like... Yeah, in that's, that's interesting. Like, I know that, I think it was either for Warframe or... 14 that used to ping the server for every single action you did, and then the servers almost died, so they stopped. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's especially weird, because in most demos, you can tell that most of the calculations are done by the server. Yeah. But it doesn't feel that way with 76. It feels like it's done on your computer, and then it pings the server for verification. Interesting. Okay. Also, the game is huge. Like, it is, I think, around 70 gigabytes. It's a huge fucking download. Mm. Which makes sense if the game is mostly doing things on your computer and then just being served for verification. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I see. Also, the, the the yeah. I just checked the the th the reason why my game is running so slowly is because my video card is not good enough, but the rest is. Oh. <laughs> like the minimum requirements for I video see. card is a seven eighty, which is a bit stronger than a ten fifty. Okay. Like uh, seven seven eighty. Seven eighty is the minimum. Recommended is a GTX nine seventy, which okay. um the ten sixty and the ten sixty is the way it usually works with Nvidia is um the card that is better than your card is the one in the next series with the same last two digits, and the card before it is about the the card with the the first card with the lower second uh, last two digits is about the same as yours. So, like with the seven eighty, a uh, nine seventy is about is slightly. Look, uh, how do I explain? Okay, so with the nine seventy, a ten a ten eighty is better is better a ten seventy is wait is it ten seventy? Making sure. That they I don't change. know. Yeah, so 1070 is better than a 970. A 1060 is about 
the equivalent, and the 1050 is weaker. Okay. Like, at, at 1060 is usually, is also, like, slightly weaker, because it's usually, like, just a bit. So here it's gonna be, like, the 1050 is just a bit weaker than a 780. I see. Okay. Which, that sucks. I, I, mm. I wish I had a better video card on this laptop, but uh, I'm not rich. I uh, have mm. money. And I'm not gonna overclock a fucking money. laptop. That's just a bad idea. Fucking rev up that engine. Mm. Yeah, that's my false seventy-six thing. I'm. I will say, yeah. as much as like I spend all of this talking about the stuff that isn't good about it. I'm four days in and level fifty, so I am enjoying this game a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like sure. it's it's very enjoyable, so yeah, that was that was my Fallout arc. So you're weak. Um, not much. Yeah, I did finish the Factorial uh demo, but I talked about that last time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm. Cool. 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 So going in, going into the news, there's some there's some stuff on the docket, some stuff that's come come out, come up, come come back, mm -hmm. been delayed, etc. Uh, so we've gotten several like things about the new Mass Effect collection. There is uh, there was an article on PlayStation. dot com about some. Gameplay changes and stuff. They're tuning the combat. They're making like I think they're making like weapons universal. Like universal. They're enemy. making it a lot. They're making it a lot more of like a normal shooting game and less of a tabletop RPG. So the Mass Effect games have never been good shooters. Well, one certainly hasn't. I, two is pretty good. I don't remember three at all. Because Mass Effect 1 is just off-brand Koto, because they didn't mm. have the license. Yeah, they've, uh, there's a lot of changes to a bunch of stuff when it comes to the weapons or, and combat. There's so, like, gameplay improvements, you can command squad mates independently, the way you can in 2 and 3. Some bosses and enemies have been tweaked to be fairer but still challenging, cover's been improved. There's some control changes. I think they changed the melee thing to be a separate button instead of like a, a proximity sensitive input. Um, I, I'm not enough of a Mass Effect fan to have much of an opinion on like the gameplay stuff. I think everything we've seen of the new graphics looks markedly worse than the original. It's yeah, it's like it's a it's a lot higher resolution. The models look sharper, but it's always the lighting. The lighting's always weird. Yeah. And the new stuff. Like, the... Everything's very, like, flatly lit. Like, it's just... it's Everything's very lit. Everything's very bright. It's... And people are like, oh, look at the good models. I'm like, but it doesn't make sense with the lighting. And also, it doesn't look as good, like, as a... 
as a thing. It it makes so I don't I don't know. It like a lot of scenes in the in a lot of these games that get like HD remasters or remakes. Um, the the lighting changes ruins the tone of a lot of scenes. Hmm. Like there's the fucking the Reaper fucking singing that there's a screenshot of and it turns from like a cosmic horror scene to just oh look at this epic cool sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's really weird. We we've talked about it a bit before. I'm honestly most of what we could say now is just restating stuff. Yeah. But it looks weird. I don't know why it looks weird. Um, eh, I'll probably play it at some point. Bababooey. It's... Mash effect. It feels like there haven't been really any good remakes of this type. Yeah, I'm trying to think, because most of the ones that come up are like just the ones where like it's like, oh, the, look at this graphics comparison. Everyone goes, wow, it looks weird. Yeah. But I I don't know. It, it, it'd just be restating stuff we've said a million times. It's whatever. If um, it, like, it feels like... Because beforehand, a lot of remakes were for stuff that like came out in the late 90s. Mm. like mid 90s so there's and there's been like enough of a time that the remakes are massive changes to both gameplay and visuals to the point of it might as well be a new game with the same script yeah but with these it's like games that came out like 2005 2006 even the 2010s and it's just Mm doesn't feel like there's any real reason. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. There's an even bigger one when it comes to that aspect later. Mm. But, yeah, that's that. Uh, Deathloop got delayed again to September 14th. Deathloop is stuck in a Deathloop. Um, we're committed to quality and preserving our team's ambitions while ensuring the health and safety of everyone at Arcane. That game's good. We'll be using this extra time to accomplish our goal of making a video game. This game's gonna be a fucking um, disaster. Yeah. It's gonna be a I'm, fucking yeah. dumpster fire. I'm hopeful it's good. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I guess we'll see when it comes out. I, I, I really don't know much about it. Like, I've seen a couple of trailers, but Again, it's one of those from like I'll, I'm not like hyped for it. I'm like it looks interesting enough that I will play it. And it's by Arcane, who make pretty good stuff. Like I really love Dishonored a lot. Um, oh yeah, it's um, it's delayed again. We'll talk about it when it's out, I guess. Has the is have they even ever released a new trailer that wasn't just the original one? Because it keeps showing up in Good like question. events, and I swear it's the same trailer every time. Very good question. 
Very good question. I don't know. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Advent. Um, well. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children is getting a 4K HDR remaster on the 8th of June. Um, I've never seen it. Apparently it's bad. Advent Children, I've been told, is terrible. I'll watch it. I'll I'll watch it. I'll watch it in 4K. That sounds cool. F fucking <laughs> so yeah. FF7 remake part two is is gonna take a fucking while till it comes out, huh? I'm so excited for that game. Like it's gonna be like a few a few good years. Oh yeah. Like, there are a few games I'm super hyped about, but, um, fucking FF7R 2 is good. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> I hope we're prepared to wait, like, five to seven years. Hell yeah. But yeah, that'll be fun. Last... Speaking of remakes the last of us... that do not need to exist... The Last of Us 1 is apparently being remade. Why? For PS5. Didn't it have a remaster for PS4? Yep, it had a HD version on PS4, which would, one would assume, be able to work on the PS5 and be like up, up, upgraded like everything else is. But apparently they're making a whole new version of it. And a really bad interview came out where they were like, The Last of Us 1 originally was a lot like a video game. Hey. And everyone went, yeah. It's because it was. It's, it's, it's a game. I, 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 didn't, I didn't save the tweet, so I don't know specifically. Um, oh, I don't have the tweet. But they were like, it's it was it was very video gamey, and it held held back the game. And I went, no, it no, no, it didn't. That's like the Last of Us One is really good. It being less of a video game would not make it better. Why are there so many fucking game directors that hate the fact they're making video games? If you don't want to make a video game, go be a failing movie writer. We all know that the really only bizarre. reason you... Um, like, the only reason these people are making video games is because they know that they wouldn't make it as movie writers. Because they wish they were making those instead. I mean, they're making a fucking TV show of The Last of Us? Like, the, the writer is working on it? Which of the writers? It'll probably... Uh, Druckmann. Oh, that's gonna be fucking terrible. It'll be... It'll, I'm... I'm interested. I'm interested. God, fuck Druckmann. <sighs> fuck Neil such Fuckman. A, such, a, such a... Such a weird, weird boy. Um, yeah... That's that's gonna be a thing, probably. Like, there's so many indie devs um, that are happy to be making video games. Can we give them attention instead of these fucking f failed yeah. Hollywood writers that wish they were in any medium that isn't this? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, speaking of PlayStation, uh, I'm not going to go too deep into it because I just listened while I was making food earlier. I listened to the Castle Super Beast when they talked about it. So I'm not going to get into it because I would literally just be copying what they said. Mm. But um, the PS3 and PS Vita store stuff dying and the fact that that was... uh, They weren't planning on shutting it down, but when the PS Vita firmware got hacked... They were like, no, we gotta kill it, gotta get rid of it. Uh, apparently they're really scared after that, was it 2011 leak? The big leak where we found out a little bunch of shit. Um, and they're really scared about hacking. And I, th- I think I think it was what they brought up. The, uh, it, was, it was one of them I brought up, like have the 3ds and the ds are like the most hacked things ever and they're still going the only real reason it's it's literally just sony being weird and the guy in charge whose name escapes me ryan something jim ryan jim ryan yeah him being just kind of bad at his job um okay I will say, it's not that he's bad at his job, it's that he's doing exactly what executives want him to do, which is destroy preservation so they can resell things to you piecemeal, without understanding that preservation and history of a genre and a medium are important to both Mm. studying it and its future, that killing its history is not a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Where are all these fucking uh, video game censorship don't erase our history fucking people now? Yeah. Well, They'll cry about anime titties, but the moment you... But when fucking an entire generation gets wiped clean, they're fucking quiet. Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of games that are no longer able to be patched on PS3, so they're not playable online. I think the... Drakengard 3 DLC is no longer available. Uh, you can still get a physical copy of the games, but um, because you can't access the store and you can't patch it, the DLC is now not available other than via, like, emulation, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really weird. I, I'm not informed enough about it to have, like, real big deep things to say i will say i'm looking but forward it sucks i'm looking forward to when it's this happens good. to the ps4 a generation in which half the games came out unplayable <laughs> like yeah. when it happens to the ps4 those games are just not going to be playable anymore because without patches they don't work yeah it's it's it's, it's very weird very weird it's not weird it's evil like, it's just flat yeah, it's not. Evil. It's not like I'm not confused about it. It's just weird. Like it's weirdo behavior from fucking Jim. Fuck. Like he's, I don't know. Shit sucks. Shit sucks. I mean, hey, at least this means um, that in some places it is now legal to pirate games for those consoles. Yeah, they they said that on the podcast. I don't. I don't know where that's true and what how that works I'm, but apparently that's yeah i'm pretty sure it's true where i live if you are not if you like with digital goods if 
you cannot mm. purchase them legally. Like, if, yeah. if they're not being sold and, like, you, you are allowed to pirate them for the purpose of preservation. You're just not allowed to distribute it. Mm. Also, if you own a game, yeah. even in America, if you bought a copy of it, you are allowed to, to pirate it as many times as you want as long as you're not distributing copies. Because you... It's like how with emulation, you you supposed to like rip the system data from your yeah. your existing console and stuff. Yeah, like if you bought it, then you can download as many copies of it as you want as long as you're not giving them to other people. So feel free. If you bought those games, feel yeah. free. Yeah. Anyway, in happier news, uh, Nier Automata got uh cyberbullied and they're now fixing the pc port good because uh if you're not aware uh the pc port for neo automata was really bad like there was like a fan patch that made it kind of playable but the base port was really rough i'm going to guess um, that uh the patch was mm. by the same person that did ds fix it's possible. I, I don't know. Durante um, fixes every fucking port. It's. I think Durante has a porting studio now. But uh, when it, uh, I think it's because it came to Game Pass, and the version on the Xbox Store or the Microsoft Store is effectively just the Xbox One port, which which works, which works really well. Mm. Um. So. And people went, hey, why is the the port that's on this store good and the port that everyone already owns bad? So it got, like, massively review-bombed. And now they're uh, they're working on fixing it. I don't know if they've, they have fixed it or they're working on fixing it. But uh, Neo Automata is going to be better on PC, which is very exciting. That's very good. That game's great. And having a better port is pretty sick. Yeah. I would say that when they do that, it would be a good idea to wait and see if it's actually better. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Like, wait for, for of course. an analysis of that shit. Cause... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad it's been fixed because that game's really good and it should, it should be better. Yeah. The port should be better, and damn it, will be. Um, let's do the presentation later because it's really big. We can slap mm. through some some other things uh, on upcoming games. Uh, Unbeatable, that one really cool, um, rhythm game, uh, is on Kickstarter. It's met its goal twice over um it's got 22 days to go it ends on saturday may 8th uh, if you want to go support that there's uh i believe a demo a free demo available so you can go try it i haven't gotten the chance yet but it looks really sick uh, i'll probably stream it so it may be on um uh if you check the youtube channel at some point soon uh, i might have like a playthrough of, of, of the demo and stuff mm. um 
but it looks really sick. It's got really cool like anime art style. Uh, the music seems really good. You can back it at some kind of level to get the soundtrack, which I might do because that sounds cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's estimated delivery in December 2023. That's later than I thought. Um, but yeah, uh, that ends soon, but not too soon. So you still have the chance to go get it. Uh, looks very sick. Um, in fighting games... They're adding Ryu Ranger and Chun-Li Ranger to Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Which is weird, but I'm into it. It seemed, They seem really cool. Nice. Um, that, that game's really good. It's my, far, my favorite Marvel game. That's not a Marvel game. And I like Street Fighter and I like Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Mm. Um... Yeah, it's exciting. Um, it is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia on May 25th, priced, priced at $12.50. Includes both fighters and exclusive skins to be revealed at a later date. You can also buy the characters individually for $5.99 each. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the, there's a bit of a gameplay trailer. We get to see Ryu do a bunch of stuff. Uh, he looks pretty cool. He's got a lot of a lot of his moves. He does a Shoryu. He does a, a, a Tatsu. He does a Hadouken. Hadouken. And he's wearing, like, a cool Power Rangers suit. Very good. Which is just nice. Yeah. And actually, like, right now, uh, I was scrolling through Twitter, and... Um, the new character to Grand Blue Fantasy versus um, Eustace, who's like a cat boy with a rifle. Uh, yeah, he's coming on April 19th. Hmm. Uh, so I'm really excited. I think I own that season pass, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him when he comes out. Uh, he looks really sick. Uh, I... Have been pretty happy with the DLC so far. I think most of them are characters I'm interested in. Uh, this one is no exception, and that game's really good. I wish I had better netcode, but it's a really fucking fun game. Maybe one day. Uh, I don't know if there's gameplay for him, but he looks pretty cool. He's got a gun. Gun. Bang, bang, bang. Pulled my catboy trigger. No. Yeah. Um, it was a very bizarre headline. I just saw a that. Very, a very strange article from IGN. Infinity Wood says the two Modern Warfare maps that highly removed will return when they're ready. So... Apparently, there were some maps that were bad or that didn't work. They there's seemingly no info about what's act. I don't. I yeah. The the like the article says it's not clear why the maps were even added. Never mind removed. Neither Activision nor Infinity Ward have commented. Um, which makes it all the more confusing. Hopefully, we'll get an explanation soon. It's just really weird. I 
don't don't know what to take from this. I just want to point out, but apparently they put in some like bad and broken maps somehow. Is that did for they some reason. say that they're bad and broken? Uh, the official the thing they said. Did they even give a re um, reason? We recently released two maps to Modern Warfare, Drainage and Al Rab Airbase, which were available in private match. We temporarily removed them as they aren't quite ready and need a bit more love before returning. We'll up update soon on when they'll be back. So they're saying nothing other than... Oopsie, there they go. Did they just accidentally release it them? I don't know. I really don't know. No, they're, they're being very, very hush-hush about it. Like, there's no info from either Infinity Ward or Activision. Um, but... Let's see. Yeah, it says there's a, a Twitter account called Call of Duty Tracker, which it's in the article. On March 31st, they said a new, a new multiplayer map quietly went live. It's called Kill House. Uh, in addition, they added The Drainage and Alrab Airbase are available in private matches. I don't know why they were only available in private matches, but within slightly less than two weeks, they were removed and will apparently be back at some point. I just checked. Apparently this isn't even the first time they've done this. Really? Apparently it's happened with two other maps. Come on, come, come on. Why? Apparently they've quietly removed maps and even game modes before. So weird. So strange. Um, I don't... I really don't know how to... How to feel about this. It's just, just very bizarre. I... This game, the okay, the remaster, which is what this is, it's the 2019 version of Modern Warfare, um, came out again in 2019, two years ago. Yeah. Why would they? Yep, yep. Why do you add maps that aren't finished according to you to a two-year-old game? You're not in a rush. I mean, I think it's so weird. Like, they added, like, the maps and they're exclusive to private matches for some reason, which is weird in its own right. Like, I don't play Call of Duty. Maybe that's just a thing, but... <sighs> Did someone... Because, like, like you said, like, if they were, like, accidentally added, then they, I don't think they would have stayed for two weeks. Apparently, when they were added, they were only available in private matches. So maybe yeah. they just didn't notice. Yeah. No, how could they? How the fuck could they not notice? Someone maybe fucked up version control. How could they not notice? Like maybe someone fucked up version like, control. Like, even assuming it went through and they accidentally put them up, how would it take two weeks to get them down again? Unless that is literally just a cover for, like, whoops, we put them up. Let's not take them down right away, because that would be suspicious. So let's just take them down in a little bit. Okay, so when did this article come out? This article came out, um, 
today. You know what happened yesterday? What happened yesterday? Activision sues indie dev who made a game called Warzone three years before them. Ooh. That article came out yesterday. What? Huh? And today, this suddenly, they, this suddenly, the Activision news is now about how they removed those two maps. I mean, I don't know if there's, I don't know what the, if there's a connection. I don't know what that would be, but that's that's also weird. Are they doing a fucking blizzard right now? Where oh no, we've been caught doing a bad. I mean, it's let's, Activision Blizzard. Let's change what the news is about. Yeah. I mean, oh god, speaking on that, um, I I'm like, maybe maybe last episode, maybe the one before that, I talked when I talked about watching the Snyder Cut. Mm -hmm. Uh, since then I've seen like articles about how. Like the company would, like so someone internally reported that they have like, like a holster of announcements and like things to put out if there's controversies. Like I think the uh, guy who played Cyborg, um, what's his name? I want to know his actual name because I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, ba 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 ba. Uh, Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher, a uh, guy who played Cyborg. Um, uh, he was talking about how Joss Whedon was really shitty to him during the whole filming. and He was really shitty to everyone during mm. the whole filming. And like, there came out the thing of like, because in the original, he says his fucking catchphrase. And uh, Ray Fisher was like, hey, I don't want to be the only the only black guy and the only one who has like a comedy catchphrase and we we was like it's like no you gotta do it i think he like quoted some like shakespeare at him he was like oh i i beg you on my knees to say the words which i have given you oh, or some it's just really weird and racist shit and i think besides that was something related where I think it was Ray Fisher came out and were like, "Hey, this it's being it's really shitty on this movie. We're being treated like garbage." And they announced like a fake movie. What? They and they announced like a fucking Frosty the Snowman movie starring um, Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman. That I don't think is real. And Jason Moore went on Twitter and was like, hey, this isn't fucking real. Stop distracting from your mis your racist mistreatment of your actors. Jesus Christ. It's... It's so fuck... It's... I don't even know. It's so insane. This is... Like, it's the weirdest shit. This is a fucking corporate dystopia. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Also, I mean, Joss Whedon being a real bad person is not is not news, but this is to a degree that it even I wasn't fucking I was not prepared. Like where the for this level of scum fuckery. We're at a point where companies aren't even trying to distract people with announcing something good. They're distracting people by doing something b bad that isn't as bad. 
Like, yeah, I mean, like announcing a movie that's not real because they're willing to take the heat for that instead of taking the heat for the other stuff. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've, I've turned it into a habit where whenever a weird piece of news about a company comes out, I look up company name, news, and search what happened in the past week. Yeah. Just like, to... if, if there's, like, a cool announcement, they're like, okay, what, who, who, who touched someone? Who was racist to someone? It's like, what happened? Because it's always fucking something. Yeah. Remember, yep. remember the fucking. Uh, uh, like, I want to remind everyone that, like, on the same week that the Sony um, store shutdown thing happened, they announced they're buying Evo. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it gonna be like this? I mean, we know why it's gonna be like this, but why is it gonna be like this? Why does it gotta be like this? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's re it's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, it's the same answer I always give. Mm -hmm. Rampant, unsupervised, uncontrolled capitalism. Mm -hmm. And corporate greed. With laws that have not been updated for the world they exist in. And no one being mm. put under the act. No one being, like, put under the actual standard of the law except people that aren't rich enough to pay out. to pay their way out. Remember when Blizzard employees don't make enough money to buy food in the company cafeteria? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th the amount of companies that have come out and be like, yeah, everything's hell and we have to pee in bottles. Like, the Am when Amazon was like, no one has pee bottles at Amazon. And then they got fucking set on fire over it and then went, actually... A people do pee in bottles, but actually, it's it's good. Somehow, burn it all down. It it's 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 raw. It's great. Burn them all actually. down. Yeah. Bring out the guillotine. Buy indie games. Buy buy indie games. Buy indie games. Buy don't don't buy don't buy Blizzard Support games. Support co-op studios. Hmm. Hawks are the way of the I mean, future. I'm, the thing is, like, buy what you want. Like, boycotts don't work. They're not a thing. Because the market at large isn't... It's never going to work. And if... I don't remember... I don't. It was some game recently um, where I was like, oh, I really want to play this game. And they're like, oh, but the company is real scumfucks. I'm like, I know, but also 
playing this game would make me happy and in my shitty stressed out life, so I might just buy it anyway. Because an extra $40 on the pile isn't gonna... Like... Like, voting with your wallet doesn't work. Like, it's not a thing. Really. Hmm. Like, it's... It worked with Anthem. Maybe this is just me being fucking... Like, Anthem's dead. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's something like where it's... Because something like Anthem just didn't work. Like, that was, on the face of it, a terrible game that no one fucking wanted to play. And in cases like that, it will work itself out. But I think when it comes to... It's like, it's like cyberpunk. Like, cyberpunk's not like a bad game. Like, it's just not. And you can, like, not want to support the, the studio for wh whatever reason... Like, there's a lot of good reasons to not want to support that the studio or whatever. Like, if you have, if you have reason, that's fine. But, like... Let's say from CD Projekt Red being a bunch of bitch cowards. I mean, sure. Whatever. I... Again. I I like their games. Their games make me happy. Noth nothing they've done... The crunch is really bad. Other than that, I haven't been too upset at anything they've really done. I don't know that much of it is... Like... Like, you can get... You can not buy games for whatever reason you want, but... Like... Also, if you wanna... If you wanna buy a game... You can, you can buy it. That's fine. Um, the, like, it's fine. I also say that if you don't want to buy games from a company, that's yeah, that's fair enough. I fucking yeah, like absolutely. I personally don't buy games from a bunch of companies. One because all they make is shit. The other is because all they do is shit on people. It was Diablo. That was the game. Well, what, what was it about Diablo? The the Diablo 2 remaster, remake, re-whatever, re-whatever the fuck, um, uh, coming out soon. And people are like, oh, don't, oh, Blizzard. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But... The, I mean, let's be real. The me, me, me buying Diablo 2 Resurrected is... It's it's gonna sell a million billion copies. People don't care. Yeah, but and this is it, a, this it, is like a weird like to some people this is a weird take, but at, I I don't know. At the same Just... time, this is a, a a fucking Blizzard remake. It's going to be worse than the original. Maybe who knows? You, have you seen Warcraft Apparently. Reforged? I mean, no, but Have you? apparently the demo was good for uh, fucking whatever, Diablo. Like the demo came out and people were like, wow, it's cool. I don't trust it. I I might play it. Who knows? I don't trust them. 
I'd rather just play the original. No, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you can play the original anymore. I don't know. I genuinely don't know if it's like available. Let me check. But it's rough. Diablo 2 is available for free right now. Where? On Blizzard's website. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. You can you can play the original. Hmm. And it's yeah, maybe play that more, if you don't want to give Blizzard money. It's most likely going to be better. We're still giving Blizzard traffic, but Whatever. See, I would not be surprised if they do what they did with Warcraft 3 Forge, where the moment the remake comes out, it replaces the original if it's on your account. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that, actually, now that you say it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that thing. That was real rough. At which point, um, like, that's so fucked. Because if you refund the remake, they'll take out the original from your account. Mm. Like, if if you refunded Warcraft yeah, that, 4, that's just, then they that's removed just the original super fucked. It's... Like, at that point... Fuck them. <laughs> just, they don't deserve your money. I was say, pirating games is a moral act. In most cases. In many cases. In some cases, you just have to sail to the seas, especially when the game uses direct IP connections, so you don't need Blizzard servers to make it run online. Just get a, just get a DRM-free copy. Bada-bing, bada-boo. I don't know if that's available anywhere, but if it is, you should maybe, you should maybe do that. The download on Blizzard's site is just the installer of the original version. Diablo 2? I'm looking it up. It's just the install. I, I sent you a link. Oh, I found it. Yeah, Diablo 2. 9.99 euro. Sure. Yeah. Internet required for multiplayer. Blizzard account required to play. Battle.net classic registration oh, required for fuck. multiplayer. Really? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you sent me. Um, a link from the support page. That yeah. In the support page, they give a download for the installer of the original Diablo Two. Oh. Huh. To install the original Diablo. No, that's the expansion. What you linked to me is the expansion. Wait, no, no, you don't need the original. No. Wait, why do they have yes. a free download and a paid version? I'm... I don't know. This is actually really confusing. Diablo 2 PC. Down to install, use the link. The installer will install this version. Once installed, please launch and log into Battle.net. This will prompt...
I don't know. Also, I, I, fuck. This is really, this is genuinely confusing. I, I really don't know. Also, fuck. Um, what this inserting is about, Battle.net into a 20-year-old game? Yep. Yep. That's fuck. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Remember how the original Diablo 2 had the, um, well, it had like a code you could give to people to play like the first part of it for free? I do not, but sure. Yeah. I, I I think I know it, like there was a thing for like StarCraft where oh, the no, original where you could like get a code where you could like play online with people you like you can play with friends you could get them like just a limited version where you could play matches with them yeah. without them having to buy it which is this uh what was the game that just came out by uh Josef Fares um the fucking it takes two where you can you can buy the game but there's also like a free installer uh, like a, a, a free version which can either act as just a demo like you can play the first bit of the game or you can use that to play online with someone else who owns it so if you want to play that because it's a co-op game like firmly and always a co-op game um, so two people don't need to buy it like you can just buy it once and whoever you want to play with just downloads the free version mm. which is a really cool feature I really like that mm. actually it's, it's, it's cool. I think that's that's really brilliant. Uh, I watched Lottie play that a little bit on stream. It looks pretty cool. Um, we maybe should play that at some oh. point. Because that, that game looks dope. Yeah. It's like a cool little 2D platformer thing. About divorce, I think. Oh. Um, as, a, as, a as a twice failed uh, marriage person, I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> Yeah, we get to play. We play a husband and wife who want to get divorced, but then get turned into like tiny little dolls, and get followed around by like a Spanish book who thrusts his hips, and it's like, "Hey, you got the wall, oh, got married, marriage." Huh? He's got a mustache. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Hold on. Have you, have you seen the fucking book? No. Oh my goodness, hold on. Here he is. Here he is. Oh my god. He's he's the he's the book of love. I see. He's got a an intense Spanish accent. He 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 thrusts his hips a lot. Um and he will try to like get the people the 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 couple together to try to resolve their differences or some shit mm -hmm. i don't know I've, i watched the very first bit of it it looks cool it looks like a really good like platformer it looks like the movement looks really sick i'm kind of interested to play it because i like i like a platformer I know. um well yeah that might be a thing that might be a thing we play if if you're into yeah. that, yeah. So, moving on to the the final final piece of news on the docket, there was which I totally missed. I I missed this until I went on Twitter and people went, "Hey, did anyone else know there was a Nintendo Indie World presentation like 
right now. Never went no. Um, but that was a Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Um, showcasing a bunch of indie games for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, some ports and stuff of already existing games. Some upcoming games. Um, it's about a 20 minute presentation. And as always, shoutouts Wario64 for making a thread so I don't need to fucking watch the whole thing and take notes. Nice. Um, if there's anything that he missed in his thread, then I don't know. Um, but uh, the first game they showed off was Road 96 uh, by a French developer called Digix Art, I think. Hmm. I think that's the developer. Um, it's like a weird little, like, adventure hitchhiking game? It looks pretty neat. It's like a, like an adventure game kind of thing. It's for, it's first person. Uh, it's got some, got some kids in it. Um, it looks pretty neat. Um, hold on, let me pull up the trailer. I'll watch along so we don't miss anything. Um. But yeah, it's a story that starts from anywhere and you can you don't know where you're gonna go because your road is your own and yeah it's uh, all the gameplay of you just like walking around like hitchhiking with a bunch of people through a bunch of different weird environments there's gunplay with the carrying around a nail gun and like shooting at, at cars and then walking through a forest and then like in like a little city and there's there's a rhythm game bit and now they're in a limousine and there's like rioters outside it's very weird very weird i'm, I'm quite interested it looks it looks pretty cool it looks pretty cool um yeah um that might be interesting it's coming later this year uh i don't think that i think don't think there's a date but it's coming later this year mm. tm um, after that, there's Ariel Knight, who I don't know who it is, but he, he he's a guy. He look he looks cool. He looks nice. Um, uh, I think it's it's I I think I don't think it's a solo project, but I think it's he said in the present in the little pre bit that's like his project that's been working on with some friends. So I think it's like a sm a small team, mostly headed by this one guy. Hmm. Um. Uh, he said uh, he's from, I believe he's from Detroit, he said. And he wanted to, like, put a game out there from that part of the world. Like, there's not many, like, game uh, game developers and, like, games from there. And wanted to, you know, <laughs> tell that kind of story on that. It's like a, uh, like a, like a 2D free-running kind of thing. Ooh. It looks like... Uh, it looks very... It's very fucking stylish. It looks beautiful. And from the trailer, the soundtrack sounds absolutely... Absolutely banging. Um, it looks really sick. Uh, I I like free-running games a lot. I like I like, I like a good 2D platformer. A good speedy 2D platformer. Yeah. Uh, it's got a very striking art style. Uh, the main character looks cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think he's... Has he got like... Hold on. Oh yeah, he's like uh, got a, a prosthetic leg. Oh, that's cool. Like one of his ne legs at 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 the knee is uh, a prosthetic. That's cool. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Really? 
That's a nice. That's a nice representation. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, out on Switch and possibly other things on May nineteenth. That's Aerial Knights. Uh, Aerial as in flying underscore knights with a K. Uh, Never yield is what the game's called. It's available May nineteenth. Uh, there's a demo out now. Uh, presume one switch. Which, yeah, might go check out. Uh, mm. I definitely recommend checking it out. Check out the demo, see what you think. It looks very cool. Mm. Um, after that, we had a game by Anna Perna. It's called Last Stop. Which I genuinely don't know what it is. Because trying, nice. to, trying to parse this trailer without sound is rough. It says, Three Entangled Stories. Um, say it looks like some kind of adventure game. Um, I really, I can't tell what the gameplay is gonna be, but it looks interesting. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Uh, it's a game called. Uh, last stop. Uh, also, it's out uh, July 2021. Uh, the next one is called Hindsight. It's again. I really don't. I can't tell what it is. It seems like it's like it's very. It's like cell shade. It's got again a very cool art style. It seems it's, like one of those art games. It seems like one of those art games. It looks like it's got like. Time, time stuff in it. It looks like it's got some kind of maybe time travel mechanic. Maybe like jumping back and forwards in time. It's a very artsy trailer. It's very, very artsy. Um, and yeah, it, the like end shot where it cuts or it fades into the logo is like a guy standing in front of a house with a key. Uh, where it had been like fading between all these different um, like scenes of like kids playing and stuff. So maybe it's like it's like a story of the life of the time. It looks pretty neat. It looks pretty cool. Uh, that is out later this year. Uh, also by Annapurna, I believe. Yeah. Now the next one is uh, fucking Oli Oli. Oli Oli World. Fuck yeah! Oli Oli's the best. I haven't played it. Oh, you I've, should. I have it sitting in my account. It looks really neat. Ollie it's Ollie. a 2D skateboarding game. Oli Oli's fucking great. It's, oh, yeah? It's wonderful. It's, it's, it's... Uh, wait, you, you uh, talking about Because I, I don't know much about it. It's okay. But... So, it's basically like a, um, like a... It's kind of like a 2D runner game, except you're on a skateboard and you're doing tricks. Um, oh. It, it, I, yeah, it looks like kind of an auto scroller, um, where you you skateboard and you do you do tricks and stuff. Yeah, it seems like in the new ones that I I have only played like the original, so it's mm. it's it seems like now they're adding like you can split paths and a lot of oh new tricks. God, that's, a, that's a wall ride. Yeah, oh, that was um, great. And yeah, this one also has like uh cool three D graphics, whereas the original I believe was uh like really simple pixel art. Yeah. Uh, th- this one has like a really cool, like really like cartoony and cute three um, D art style. Yeah. 
It looks cool. Skateboards are awesome. They do be awesome. Skateboard poggers. Uh, available later this winter. Um, Pogboard. After, after that, we, we, we get to talk to Anselm Peter from Studio Soifs. I'm going to turn on the sound. How do you pronounce your name and your studio? Oh, that's loud. Oh, that's loud. Hold on. Ride through La Radland in Oli Oli World. Radland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Anselm Peter from Studio Soifs in Stuttgart, Germany. I'm really sorry. I don't know. I can't pronounce German at all. Um, yeah, they say nine years ago they encountered a cave while hiking that was linked to an old legend. A king who lost his powers laid himself to rest there and ordered his servant to awake him once the time had come. The story was fascinating, so I had the idea to make a video game where you have to wait 400 days for this awakening. Um, so it's, it's another game about, like, time and stuff? A lot of time uh, games. I think he said he'd been working on it for like nine years. Hmm. Uh, you play as a lonely servant. It looks, it looks very, v it's got a very particular art style that I can't quite place what I think it looks like. It looks like one of those really old, like super early, kind of like machinari machinarium, machinarium style like adventure games oh yeah it's like a two you, if you look at the twitter thread you can see some uh pictures from it um it looks really cool i really like the art style and uh, it's got like a cool border around it mm. so the whole the game takes place in like a, a smaller window and it's got this border with like stuff along the top okay. where it's it's like counting down mm. presumably the four the 400 days you need you need to wait Hmm. Um, so yeah, your task is to wait for 400 days. Is this counting down in fucking real time? <laughs> it, I, I think that's what they said on the trailer. I'm... That seems bizarre. I'm interested. I mean... I don't know that there's a way this game actually need makes would make you wait four hundred days, but I kind of hope that it does because that sounds cool. That'd be neat. That'd be rather neat. Four, yeah. The the narrative says four hundred days in real time. You don't actually have to play this adventure. To see how it ends, but that doesn't mean you should leave this little guy all alone. Is it actually gonna take 400 fucking days? I, wow. I mean, that's ballsy. That's really fucking cool. That's. The audacity of that is really quite impressive. Yeah. Um, that looks sick. Uh, it's available later today from the 14th, so it's available now. Um, uh, probably 
explore the caves and do some puzzles and stuff. Nice. It looks really cool. It looks very interesting. I'm genuinely quite interested in that. Yeah, same. It's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's out. It's out now. The Nintendo Switch. 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 Very cool. Um, the next the next game is by Draw Me a Pixel. It is called There Is No Game. And the main menu says press A to not start. Wait. And then we cut to like a pinball table where it says no balls available. Wait. There's and then there's like a brick breaker kind of thing where it says there is no game and there's a and a like an adventure game and now it looks like Stardew Wait, Valley or like a 3D Zelda this is a sequel and to, the world is collapsing around you. This is a sequel to a and, fucking Newgrounds Flash game. And then you're playing like a shmup in a weird f inverted desktop environment. There is no game is a fucking, I know that it's a like it's 2008 a System. Newgrounds Flash now it's game Zelda again. that is like one of the original meme games. Huh. I didn't. I'm not familiar with the original. If you have, if 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 you got some info, if you got the lowdown on there is it's no game, it's fucking weird. It's a weird game. Then hit us with it. I don't know how to describe it aside from it's a game where you're trying where. If the game is trying to not exist and you're forcing it to be a game. It's a, huh. it's a puzzle game in a way with a bunch of other genres mixed in. Yeah, in this like two minute, one minute fucking sizzle reel, there were like eight different gameplay types shown. Hmm. Uh, it's available later today, or maybe it isn't, because maybe there is no game. I did not expect to see All a right. sequel to There Is No Game today. <laughs> hmm? I did not expect to see a sequel to There Is No Game today. Yeah. It's very weird. Very weird. Um, Unexpected. Cool, yeah. It, it's launched now. Um, and this is uh, next one. It's a game that I thought was a different game, but it's not. But what it is is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Wait, so is it a game or is it not? This this one's a game. It is. It looks like a like a like a like a beat 'em up. It's got a really cool art style. Um, it looks pretty dope. Uh, I, cause I've been hearing about like a TMNT, like, uh, beat em up that I thought this was, if this was like a port or something. Apparently that's Turtles in Time, I think. I'm not too familiar, but it's one that I've heard people talk up a lot as like a really good game. Uh, I thought this might be it, but apparently it, it isn't. This is like a new thing. Hmm. Um, but it looks cool. Uh, I haven't, I had no real experience with beat-em-ups, but this looks pretty cool. It looks like it's got co-op. Um, 
was I was chatting uh to some people in the community discord uh when we were in chat and I think it was Kyle said um that the this this is a one where it's actually accurate to the the turtle rap because mm. in this one Raphael is actually the leader of the bunch yeah. or something yeah. uh yes but dot emu tribute games uh oh my oh they got different running animations that's so sick they got different running animations and speeds yeah and they're beating up all all these foot clan members Oh, some of them are flying with guns. There's drones and stuff. This is really this looks really beautiful. It's a such a pretty game. Um Yeah, this this looks actually really sick. Um I think this this there's been apparently some good uh beat 'em ups. I think people said Streets of Rage Streets of Rage 4 was like one of the best beat 'em ups ever and it was released recently. I haven't got the chance to touch it yet. Uh, I know people really liked River City Girls, except like put, apparently the ending was absolutely terrible, um, or something. I don't quite remember. Uh, again, it's one I didn't play, but I mean, after playing Microsoft's new Battletoads game, I'd like to play a a good game. Yeah, that's fair. I'd like to play a good beat 'em up instead of a, an absolutely dog shit one. That is fair. Um, but yeah, this looks pretty cool. It's available later this year. Hmm. It's available later this year. Uh, after that, we've got uh, by uh, Modus Games, Dream, and uh, by Dreams Uncorporated, Uncorporated, and Sick. Uh, by a Colombian developer. It draws inspiration from modern classic JRPGs. Ooh. This is my first time actually watching the trailer, so I'm, I'm getting this very raw. Um, oh, this looks very cool. Yeah, it's like... Uh, like uh, it, got, it got a very cool, like, uh, hand-drawn-looking, like, art style. Yeah. And it's l like a turn-based JRPG combat. It's got like uh, an no no an active time battles no an ATB system but the like you got the timeline at the top of the screen with like who's gonna take the turn next which I always love that's always a really cool mechanic apparently you can do things that make enemies younger and thus easier to defeat interesting is something they say. Interesting. Oh, that's 3D. You get a diverse cast of allies and discover new realms, such as the Shining Kingdom of Crystallis. Can you stop the Empress from destroying the world? Bah. Yeah. That was intense. Yeah. This looks cool. Uh, it's out July 20th. That is, uh... Wow. Yeah, published by Modus, made by Dreams Uncorporated. Un I, I keep saying uncorporated. It's uncorporated. Um, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Uh, the next one, really interesting, 
because it's fucking Getsufumaden. Uh-huh. Are, are you familiar? No, I am not. I'm going to look it up to make sure I'm not lying. But it is a... I don't know if... I don't think it's a series, but it is a game released in 1987 exclusively in Japan. It's a Konami game. It's been referenced in many su subsequent Konami titles throughout the years. Huh. Uh, it is structurally similar to Castlevania 2, The Goonies 2, and TMNT NES. Uh, there is... And this sequel is... the I think the first... I saw someone make a, some tweets about it. Apparently it's like the first time we've actually heard about it since the original in 87. Huh. And, and it's like a roguelike kind of thing. It looks like... A, it's like a... 2D, 2D hack and slashy kind of game. Mm. It's got a very neat art style. It's got um, a little bit of the like Okami vibe, where it's like like ink splotches and things. Like when the guy swings his sword, mm. it's like a big trailing effect of like this multicolored ink. Mm. Um, and it looks really cool. There's a there's a big dragon. Dragon. Uh, yeah. Uh, the game looked it like the. The art style kind of looks like those, like the old like Japanese paintings, like you know the one of the waves yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like I, I I don't know what that's called if that's got like a name of that particular style, um, but it looks a lot like that. It looks like a lot of the enemies have like really like old like Japanese mythology inspired designs. Huh. A lot of them look really cool. There's a guy with a big sword. Big sword. There's a Hydra of the Depths. There's a skeleton. Ah. There's a what? There's this big skeleton monstrosity. Oh. Made made of many skeletons and also fire. That's um, that's very cool. So yeah, that's, that's really really quite cool. Ooh. It's uh, Getsufumaden Undying Moon. Out next year. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, because Undying Moon comes to Nintendo Switch next year. Uh, after that, there is a... Uh, by... A game by Lienzo. Uh, a Mexican studio, and they're making Aztec Forgotten Gods. Yes. Oh. It is an action-adventure game inspired by, uh, like, Mexican culture. Oh, not, uh, not Mexican, uh, Aztec culture. Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there was another game like that that was oh a Lord. fake game, wasn't there? Buh. Oh, let me find it. I don't... I don't know. Maybe? Question mark? There was um, a game by a studio that then came out that the publisher stole the footage of the game. And the studio, like... That, that was a game. It was nothing really like this, from what I recall. I, if I remember, there was... That was like a cyberpunk-looking thing. It was very neon. 
there, there was um another thing that that publisher did that was also a fake game. Huh. Uh, yeah, I'm not not familiar with what specifically you're talking about. Yes. So. It, I don't know. It's been a while, but I, I, I don't know how, how to fight yeah. it again. No, that's all right. Um, but yeah, this looks really interesting. Um, you get like a little, like a reel of like, like flash between a bunch of like Aztec, like architecture, and then it goes into gameplay, and it looks very like it's weird. Like there's, like flying cars, and it's very neon, and there's wall riding. Like, dude just jumps on a wall and fucking slides down it at a million miles per hour. And then he's in, like, a, a tomb fighting something. Hmm. So it's like a 3D, 3D action game. Yeah. It's not a huge amount of gameplay uh, to look at, but... It looks looks pretty cool. It's, it's quite pretty. It's, uh like a culture and a um like aesthetic we don't get much it's like we're like aztec aztec future oh it's oh it's aztec with with a h so it's like aztec and tech oh i i get it i get it um yeah oh there's more gameplay after the yeah oh wow that's a that's a big boss fight Tells the story of Ashley, a courageous woman who battles colossal deities. It's mythology and technology. Ooh. And it's got really fucking cool looking free running, apparently. This movement looks quite sick. Wait, hold on. I think I went to the wrong part of the video. We're at like 16 minutes right now. Okay. Sorry. Wow, yeah, this is really cool. Yeah. It's available fall. Fall 2021. On the Switch. On the Switch. Maybe other things. The Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch. Uh, then there is uh, an, uh, not a new game, but a game that's been on PC for ages. Uh, it's called Skull. Skull the Hero Slayer? Mm -hmm. uh, apparently by a Korean dev uh, called... Uh, what's the name of the company? Southpaw Games. Ooh. I think it's got roguelite elements. Born a game development club at Cheonam National University in South Korea. Cool. It's like a, like a pixel arty uh, 2D platformer. It, it looks pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cass, what do you want? What do you what do you do, do you like Skull? Are you excited about Skull the Hero Slayer? She What's is. up? Oh yeah, this this game looks pretty cool. Nice. Looks like it looks like a 2D jumpy action game. Big game action go. 
Yeah, that's called the Hero Slayer. Uh, coming this summer to Switch. Uh, I believe it's on it's on PC right now. Um, I don't know if this is like a new version or if this is just the port. Um, but it looks kind of neat. It's got like ability swapping. It looks like different characters, presumably with some different abilities to them. Ninety playable characters. I wonder how different this one is. With different special abilities and upgrades. Cass, please, honey. We're, I'm doing a podcast. Wow! Yeah. It's like different heads you equip, apparently. All that, like the characters, like you put on different heads that give you different abilities. Oh, like the. Um, like Hello Miami's uh, mask thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, that looks cool. That looks very neat. Yep. Um, then there is big montage. Big, big montage. montage. We're gonna we're gonna flash through them real quickly. I'm gonna watch the video and tell you the game titles as they come up. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Ba bum ba bum. There is Art of Rally by Fun Selector available this summer. It looks like a driving game. It's like a cool little like a like a top down driving game. Looks pretty neat. There's Kiwi by Sold Out. Oh, I'm going to pause this. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? this? Oh. This looks weird. There's like a big machine looking thing that's made of like tiny buildings. And there's Kiwi birds jumping around in various outfits. Interesting. There's a lot of like there's buttons with letters on them and it's got I really really don't know what that is. Uh there's Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective by Pixmane and Sean. Oh, I think this is the same company that did the Where's Waldo video game. Yeah. That looks like a little that was a really short one, but that looks like a top down kind of isometric I'm assuming like adventure kind of game. Yeah. Uh, Weaving Tides by Follow the Feathers, available this May. Um, I don't even know what to say about this. It's like a bullet at shooting thing. Uh, Seems like a, a slot. May, ki maybe, kind of, yeah. You're flying around like a big manta ray thing? Okay. I don't know, that looks neat. The uh, House of the Dead remake by Megapixel available later this year. Um, yeah, that's House that's House of the yeah. Dead. That looks like House of the Dead. Uh, Ender Lilies: Quietus of the Nights by AdGlobe and LiveWire. Like a 2D platformer uh, uh, from the look of it, but maybe like a Metroidvania thing. Maybe a, yeah, it's got a Metroidvania map. Um, it's like you play as a little, 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 little white girl. You look like a, like a ghost or some shit. She's dodging bullets. She's fighting boss fights. She's fighting Ulv the Mad Knight. Mm. It looks a little bit Hollow Knight. looks a little bit some other stuff. It looks pretty sick. There's Beasts of Maravilla Island by Banana Bird Studios. Available this June. This fellow is chugging. There's... Like the frame rate is oh, really rough. Oh my god, it is! 
Oh, Jesus. Okay, you play, there's like an adventure girl. She's taking photos of things. Oh, yeah, that trailer was at like 10 FPS. Oh, boy. And there's Fez. And who cares about Fez. Fez? Fez is Fez. Fucking... You, you know what Fez is. Yep. Yep. And that and that's it for the for the for the montage. That's it for the montage. And there's an indie world sale later today, uh, between the fourteenth and the twenty fifth. What? Uh, I don't know. Like right after that, it says indie world sale later today for fourteenth April to twenty fifth April. Oh, nice. Oh, I t I turned off the subtitles. That's why I don't. Indie World Sale, let's say. Yeah, apparently there's indie games on sale. So good. Uh yeah, this little 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 reel of some of the games they showed. Some of them look pretty cool. There's, some of them look pretty cool. There's um, one last game. Yeah, there's the final announcement. The 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 post credits announcement that they always do. Well, and this is ah, this is the sequel to the game. I don't know what it is. What? This is Oxenfree Two. Oh. Which I've heard a lot of good about Oxenfree. I never touched it. Oh. Uh, I it was like uh like a little like an an adventure game type thing. I know a lot of people really loved it. Um, yeah, looks like it got puzzles. The video game. Um, Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. Out 2021. Very cool. Yeah. That's, that's kind of it. That's the an Oxen. And that's it for the presentation. The Nintendo Indie World. I, I really like these. I like the Nintendo Indie Worlds. Because they usually feature a lot of really interesting stuff. Yeah, indie games are cool. Because indie games are fucking great. Yeah. I think I think we're getting to a really good point in indie games where they they can be like actually good and not just be like super like there there was the period of indie games where everything was some kind of pixel art because that's all you could really do. And a lot of the indie games that were more ambitious in the like graphical presentation department were usually really kind of janky um um and like they a lot of, they a lot of them aimed really high and some of them got up there like there's a lot of like good indie games there's been forever but i think we're getting to a point where people are starting to learn how to use the the tech and stuff so they can make a lot of really cool indie games mm. um because all of this, like, I think Never Yield looks fucking amazing. I'm actually really excited to play that. The Longing seems weird. Um, but I'm kind of intrigued. Um, uh, I mean, TMNT is by Nickelodeon. So it's got some money. But debatable like, that money. looks dope. Eh, well, that's a true. A debatable amount of investment in it. <laughs> A, a, a theoretical amount of money. 
Uh, Chris Tales looks really cute. I love the art style. I like. I think the gameplay looks uh, very interesting. Gets a Fumaden. Um, it's a game I hadn't heard of that apparently was damn near dead, but is now coming back with a, with a sequel. Uh, Aztec Forgotten Gods is really cool. There's like a kind of culture and mythology we don't get explored too much, at least not properly. And uh, mixing it with a cyberpunk kind of like uh, or like high tech kind of setting seems really seems really neat. Aztec punk is a cool aesthetic. Yeah, uh, the montage seems really neat. There's a lot of some neat looking stuff in there. I think probably the most the most interesting stuff to me. I'm. I'm st I still don't understand what the fuck Kiwi is, but Kiwi I'm kind of interested. Bizarre, but cool. Yep. Uh, the Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights, seems neat. Uh, I don't... I usually prefer 3D games to 2D games, just as a general rule, because I'm kind of bad at 2D games. But that looks cute. I, li I, like, I, like, I like a search action. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. There was a lot of good, a um, lot of representation for like different like countries and um, like places that don't get much, much shout in 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 the games industry. Mm. Like there was, um, yeah, like the Aztec one was made by, uh, I believe, Mexican devs and uh, uh, the guy Ariel Knight talking about how he wanted to bring uh, like. Uh, make something coming out of Detroit and stuff. And yeah, it's real interesting. Mm -hmm. real, real cool. It's a little, um, I still haven't got the chance going around to it, but it's like that game that was on a previous indie presentation. Was it? Oh, what was the Indian one? Raji. Oh, yeah. Raji, an ancient epic. Uh, the Indian inspired one. That was, I haven't got the chance to touch. It's gotten really good reviews. Um, that looked really cool as well. Um, I think part of what's for me, like most of them aren't like gameplay wise, something I'm like super interested in. So I'm not going to be like, uh, they're not going to shoot to the top of my wish list. but I'm really glad that, uh, a lot of people from, from places and, um, depicting cultures that don't really get much time in the limelight are getting... Are getting the chance to like get out there with with these like indie games being more easily more easy to make, like you, it's a lot easier to to tell the kind of stories that maybe don't get told uh, without the support of like a big company or something. Yeah. Because, uh, like before, there's been like there's been a lot of a lot of really good indie games, but I think as I said, I think it's becoming a lot more accessible to a lot more people and that's really really fucking cool yeah. uh and speaking of apparently there is currently an indian harvest festival sale um on steam uh from april 14th to april 22nd uh featuring games like lovely planet arcade the bonfire forsaken lands two other lovely planet games oh this is this thing this looks bizarre um and rowdy as well it's on 50 percent sale um and apparently these are like um games made by indian developers and publishers 
uh, around the occasion of the Indian Harvest Festivals across India. So that's that's fucking dope. Ch check that out for sure. If uh, you're interested in buying some indie games, I'm sure there's something good there uh, to pick up that's going until the 22nd. Again. So, yeah. Check it out. Maybe there's some good stuff. Mm. There's, there's probably a, something for you. Something interesting. Nice. And that's it for the news for today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the news. That's the news week. Them's the news. Them's the news. News. Them's those fucking news. Um. So yeah. Oh, there's one thing yes. we didn't talk about. What's that? It's Intel's new sensitive technology. Oh! Doctor, turn my racism inhibitors off. <laughs> Intel's bleep. Do you want some racism? Do you want to? Do you want to stop some racism? Little, little more, or all? With separate toggle for N word. This is a tool to. You want like just some su some racism down, but N N word N word on. How 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 we feel how we feeling how we feeling this episode? Do you want to, how how far are we turning the racism slider? How, the I, the sliding scale. This, I love that there's a misogyny slider. For a customizable experience. With Bleep, we're enabling a tool to empower gamers. I yeah I I really I don't know what the fuck it is. I've only seen the one image really. It's it's a what the fuck is it? You know how RTX voice can remove um background audio? Yeah. Think about the what it, like if you can remove background audio that means you can remove speech too. Cuz you just do it in reverse. But would it have to be like cuz you can't it would have to be like on a delay somehow. RTX voice barely has a delay. Yeah, but that's like a passive like when it comes to like speech recognition like how is it going to like if if like if you say if you're saying the n word yeah. How is it going to catch that like before and as it's coming out? Like I just don't understand how it the way you do it is you do the say use the filter you use for noise removal you just add those those uh, words to but, the filter yeah but like okay so if you have noise removal you but can, you can wait, also, if you talk I, hmm? if you like if we if we talk about like the misogyny slider yes would that just censor out like bad words probably yeah cuz you can be like you can be racist and misogynistic 
with normal words oh, yeah. well, as well. Th- this is just a really simplified view of misogyny and racism as just specific words instead of yeah. actual behavior. Which, like... Weird? I really don't know. I really don't understand. It's it's basically like a text, like in text, when there's a word filter, you write fuck and it changes it to fudge. But with speech instead of text. Yeah, but... The sliders are just like, how many words are you going to censor where... The, the what words are worse than others is being decided by Intel. Yeah, I. I I just having it be a slider is, is so uh, fucking funny. The slider is fucking his. That image is <laughs> hysterical. Do you want some misogyny? L- little bit. Do, little do you bit, want most misogyny, but not all of it? Let's 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 turn down. Let's turn like. Put misogyny to some. The only but thing racism. Here, let's let's like crank that to most. The only racism thing here that isn't a slider is the N word, which has its own button. Yeah, it's a separate button. Use of I want to censor all racism, but not the N word. <laughs> that one can stay. Or the reverse. I want to censor the N word, but not other racism. No. Other other slurs, fine. They're all good. Just no this one. one. Mm, turn, 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 turn that one Since off. Just that the one. use of the N word, including all of its variations. I'm surprised. All they, its variations. I'm surprised they didn't make it a slider Style where, switching. like, a slider where some is only the N word itself, most is most yeah, you, variations. You could, <laughs> how close you'd get in the variations? <laughs> and all just censors ninja's name. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's very strange, very strange intel. But sure, really, this isn't even. I'm interested to see how it will work when it gets out there and people are actually able to use it. It's just, just uh, computers today feel like being a little bit misogynistic. A little, just a little bit. Spare bit. It's that fucking someone in the replies put the drill tweet. Oh yeah, says, turning a turning a big dial that says racism on it, and constantly looking back at the audience for a pro- for like a contestant on the Price is Right. Straight. Oh. Just turn it up. Uh, it's very weird. Very strange conceptually. Dodgy in execution, probably. Um. Yeah. It's... See, the real thing they should use this for is online game devs should have it on the server end and whenever anyone uses anything in it, just ban them. Like... I mean, I mean... Because it's already against most games' terms of service to use slurs. Yeah, I, I, yeah, just I. I don't know. It's uh, uh. 
Because it shouldn't be on the on like the receiver's end to censor what abuse they're getting. The responsibility shouldn't be on the fucking user to to police the community, to to police the company's community. Do police your own communities because uh, if you if you have a community, um, it's your responsibility to make sure that everyone in it isn't being abused by the culture mm -hmm. you create. Yep. <clears throat> Ninja. Does he? Does he still not play with women? I don't know. I don't fucking. fucking I don't fucking keep up with ninja. He doesn't know how to cut I bread. Watch you know good that? Good content creators, like me. He doesn't know how to cut bread. What? Yeah, he doesn't know how to cut bread. He. What do you mean? He, what the fuck does that mean? He, ninja <laughs> cut bread. Oh, I saw this video. That shit was rough. That shit was weird. How can he cut? He cut an avocado in half lengthwise through the core. How do you? How do you not know how to cut bread? Come on. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ninja's gonna need the N word filter. The heated bread moment. Was straight out the oven. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking you like Jesus Christ! The what a world we live in. <sighs> yep. Yep. In that game, anyway, gaming news. That's it. That's it for now. Be prepared for a lot of people to start streaming and then forget to turn on the N word filter. <sighs> That's gonna be fun. Anyway, but between now and next time. Um, I'm I'm getting my my new computer tomorrow. Uh, I'm probably gonna spend, hopefully only tomorrow, setting it up, making everything work. I'm gonna do some streams. Um, I might do like I might play like DMC or something because I want to play something pretty and AAA that I couldn't play before. Um, we're gonna do the. Disco Elysium stream. Disco Elysium uh, stuff. Uh, ba -ba -ba Gravity Rush 2 is going to continue. We're going to boot up the co op satisfactory LP at some point. Um, yeah, I got some other stuff in the pipeline, maybe. Um, but for now, that's kind of going to be it. We're still going to keep playing fighting games regularly because fighting games are good. Um, I found oh, the nah, image that we're going to use for what, this. What else is on the docket? I found a 
image that we're going to use as this podcast's fucking thumbnail. Uh-huh. Did you know? Yeah, sent it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm good. Moving swiftly on. No one's launched nukes in the real world. Um, I'm gonna maybe play more Monster Hunter. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna start the Somnian Files playthrough, single stream playthroughs of Shadow of the Colossus and The Last Guardian still coming. Um, I'm gonna play the Hard Space Shipbreaker when that when the update drops, but that may be after next time. I don't remember when that is. That's end of April. End of April. That'll be. Send there, there's probably going to be another another episode recorded before then, so don't worry about that. Send um, yeah, then there's stuff coming. You can see the roadmap on content seven oh seven dot uwu dot ai. Um, Incredible. Yeah. Anyway, for all my stuff, I'm breakdown seven oh seven on on Twitch, on Twitter, on Patreon. Go support. Um, YouTube channel is bit.ly forward slash YouTube 707 because I don't have a custom link yet because I don't have like a thousand subscribers or whatever it is you need. You need like a million watch hours to get a custom link. They, they did used to be a thing. Stuff. Yeah, they had that semi-recently. Fucking used to. Slightly annoying, but it's, it's, yeah. Um... Yeah, that's it. I'm playing games. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I I've been really off streaming because I've just been sitting here being anxious about my computer, so I haven't been able to get off my ass. So I've just been playing like Final Fantasy to like to that. chill. But we'll get back yeah. to it. We'll do. We're gonna have a lot of fun yeah. playing Disco Elysium. I'm still gonna yeah. be on the Disco Elysium satisfactory things. Uh, find me at Scarland on Twitter, and pretty much. Yeah. Everything else, although my output has been fuck all for a really long time now. I'm relevant. <laughs> I'm 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 here. Uh, uh we may uh may do more podcasts, may try to get them out more than um more more than semi weekly. Or is it bi-weekly? I don't remember. Bi-weekly. Maybe I'll may, may try to get that out uh, every week. Nice. Depending on how that goes. Otherwise, it'll keep being every other week, uh, Tuesdays. Uh, as always, two days early on Patreon. Um, you can join the Discord at something. There was a thing for that, wasn't there? Hold on now. Isn't there a, a way to get a, a Discord invite link onto stuff? Anyway, I'll say, I'll, I'll get a public Discord link. It'll be somewhere. Ooh. It's on all the stream. You can go. You can go to my Twitch channel. It's you can find you can find the Discord through there. You can hang out. We play fighting games. Uh, I I stream sometimes in the in the server when I'm playing something like Final Fantasy, which gets no viewers. Um, and we'll just hang out and have a nice time. Really? Other people, other people stream and play stuff too. If you want to watch some like weird games being played, ah, uh, that's kind of it. Yeah.
That's it for now. Meow. Meow. And no, don't eat cable. Don't eat cable. No, no, no. Bad girl. Don't forget. That's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. This is City Girl behind me now with a song called Jiyun's Sunset. As always, more content to come. All relevant links are in the show notes. And until next time, have a good one.